to the show about DC Comics that lets you know that it's okay to be a little weird. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 262 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It is 262, Eric, a milestone, possibly no. anniversary no. episode. And here we are to talk uh, five books. We have five books to give you here, maybe six, maybe. I don't know. I can't count. It's true. Uh, but as we go forward with that, I know I can't count on you. <sighs> oh, my. We're going to go forward. But I will tell you right now that you can find us all over the internet. You can go to Twitter, and we are at w, uh, Weird Science DC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I almost got it, mixed up, got it mixed up with the Marvel thing. And, and as you have told me before, this isn't the Marvel podcast. It's not. I, you know, People listen to this one. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is shade. That isn't even a joke. Holy moly. Get Brandon online. It's shutting down. <laughs> Shut down the podcast. I you were going to Brandon so, on me. That is so mean of you. The next thing you know, Can't you're going to have Brandon me, show up. He's, I'm not a crazy jerk, <laughs> Eric. Ah, uh, yes. Now you, you got me all out of sorts. We also have a website that is weirdsciencedccomics.com. And we also have a Patreon. That, uh, much to Eric's chagrin, you can support us for this podcast, the Marvel podcast, whatever you want to support us for. But it's not just blind support. You can see. And what you can see is there a lot of shows. You can't. I mean, really, I know. That's one of my problems. In life. Oh, my. I'm just trying to think of anything to yell at you now. You, son of a you said gun. you couldn't count on me. You started this. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, I forgot I did that. All right, we're even. We're even now, huh? Even Steven. All right, I'm sorry, Eric. I love you, buddy boy. Uh, but you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. You can support us for as little as a dollar, but you could go all the way up or to as the much as a million. level. <laughs> really, there's no end in Sky's time. the limit. The sky is the limit. Uh, and yeah, you can go over there. And if you are a badass, which if you were a million dollar guy or gal, you would be a badass. And the really, ultimate badass. if you end up doing, <laughs> really, you would end up passing Manship or anybody wants that title. And really, you will just let you, you could tell us whatever you want us to do. I'm telling you. Anything you want us to do. A million dollars? Anything. I'm I'm begging you, please. I won't even have to wait till the end of the month for it to run through. Eric is, I just, uh, yeah, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. One of the big things that we do each week is the badass picked DC Patreon spotlight. And this past week, it was a big one. I'd like they to took say, all the good I'd like to say that the badasses, they thought they were worth a million bucks, Eric, because they ended up taking Batman and the Outsiders number one and Batman 86. The Batman first and the Outsiders issue number one? Of, uh, Batman and the Outsiders number nine, I think I said, but I may not, <laughs> Eric. I'm very tired. Uh, and I shouldn't be at the start of it's this weird. podcast. It is very odd. Uh, but yeah, that is a big Batman centric spotlight that usually comes out. Out Thursday, we do the spotlight for DC on Thursday. It is to kick off the DC stuff. So if you want that, but we have a lot of other shows as well, including stuff that you'll hear about later and some mails and things like that. Maybe Eric will allude to some things. I don't know. Neither do I. When you go over to the Patreon, we mentioned the badasses, they get to pick everything. And also what you like to get there is the salute to them, which we call the badass roll call, Eric. 
And here it goes. I'm just gonna sit back. I am at 262. I think I got this down to a T. Yeah, right. I'll get on the scale. We'll see. Uh, We have T-Funk, Lawrence Lee. He has joined us. Thank you. We have Speedy Showcase of Comics by Comic Ron, Niels T-Wart, Rob Lewis, our man Rob Lewis, Bertel Akachuk, Dalton Needham, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Ajager, Josh Ramellan, Algin Stosia. We have what I'd like to call... Luke Skywalker, Mark. We'll so we're doing now. Batman Beyond, Mark. I was trying Mando to think Warrior of something. Mark. Deceased, Mark. That's not nice. I don't oh know my. why I say that. Eric G. David Fink. Manship. He he got a couple things for Christmas, Eric. We have Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Ian Job, Admiral Whisker, Seth Nine. I call him a Brennan. Ben Townsend, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Barcosco, Joseph Watchick, Comic Boom, Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos Segui, Brian King, my man Pete from NYC, Pauly P, Cellar Dweller, he's got medical problems, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Run, Sammy Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf Marv, and Ruben, and Ruben. Yeah! Oh man, I just got there under the deal. At the end of the list. Well, the thing is, is they, you know, they like to assume... Look, I understand uh, the song is that it doesn't mean you have to start scrambling to get through it at the end there. You, you know already you done I messed up. Don't freaking add to scrambled. it. It's usually at the time I get to Swanee Simon around there, I get excited, Eric, because <laughs> I get excited thinking, you know what? A Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf, Marvin, Rubin, these are just they I love these guys and gals. They, so they are I. the ones that, that, that my heart flutters when I get to that. And that's why I do seem to be rushing. Oh. I'm not, Eric. And You're having fact, a panic attack. And in, Your heart's I'm fluttering. Having, I'm having an anxiety attack. And I don't know what's going on, Eric. I, I have no idea. Let me see. Yeah, that's a panic attack. All right, and that is that. We're going to go off now since we have so many books to talk about. And we got a, we have a lot of mails uh, this week, which is awesome. So we're going to get to that right now. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave. Yes, woo indeed, Eric, and here we are with the meat and cheese of the num, podcast. Num, num. We're going to start off the books. Not a lot of books this week. You keep saying not, that. 
A lot of books. How can I keep saying that we just started? Uh, Every we week have, you seem to say that. Well, because <laughs> we don't. I mean, on this podcast, we're going to have five books. Uh-huh. That's not a I lot. I want to go back actually, and say that's a normal amount of books. We actually even added two that we normally wouldn't have talked about. So that's where you realize that we have a little amount of books that we could have gotten in and out with three. We could have gotten three. But we just in love DC out. Comics boom, so much. Boom, we want to add boom. to the show. Well, we do, and something's going to pop up in a little, Eric, and maybe between us. Oh, my. And (laughs) it's going to be something where I think that a lot of people do look at the podcast as being a little overly negative, though we like to think that we are being realistic and honest. So I I ended up going down into the laboratory, Eric, down into my, you know, where I I do all my experiments. And I I ended up going because back in the day, we used to have 3XL. We used to have 3XL, who would be kind of our hype man, I would like to say. Say, 3XL, a male robot. A robot hype man. And he kind of was, you know, he, he started chiming in too much. He wanted too much money. So we ended up uh, deactivating Merrick. Well, I ended up changing him up a little. I went down the lab. See, I'm playing a game here. I went down the lab and I thought, you know what? What we need is a more, not positivity on the podcast, but more in line with every other site and podcast on the internet. So I figured what I'd do is I'd get my AI you know, my computer AI, and I'm going to feed it all of the reviews, the computer AI. I'm going to feed it all the reviews from every other site but ours on the internet, but also the podcast as well, so that we could get the voice of, you know, the public, not the public, but the general reviewers out there, the ones that aren't weird science. And Eric, what what I did was I ended up making it into a robot, and I want to introduce, and and we're going to have him on the podcast today. I like to call him the Hack 1000. Here he is, Eric. I am the Hack 1000. Hack stands for helpful, automated, computer, critic. I am aware that critic starts with a C, but hey, Eric's dad is dead. <gasps> See, Eric, that's what I did. I ended up making I don't that like this robot. robot. <laughs> he, he's going to stay with us. The problem is, is after I ended up getting all of the... You know, the review AI, he kind of started watching TV and stuff and maybe heard our podcast and he started getting a little a little uh, wacky. I don't think he likes us, Eric. I don't think. But just to test, ask him about any DC writer that you like or hate. And let's see what he says. So what do you think about Brian Michael Bendis Hack 1000? I think that insert writer's name here. He's really killing it. See? It works, Eric. It's, he's killing it. And, and see, so, name here. And, and where gotcha. I wondered where I wondered if he was something that maybe, you know, liked us since he had, but the thing is he has all of that other review stuff in his head as his AI. So obviously, like the other sites, he doesn't like that. So I did ask it and and I'll tell Hey, uh, Hack 1000, what do you think of Eric's reviews? The 80s printers called and they want their dot dot dots back. Oh my, Eric, they want their dot dot dots back. Those 80s. What do you think of my reviews? He really puts his stamp on them since they are all mailed in. Oh, oh my God, Eric, he is he is a, a bitch. That's this Hack 1000. But we'll, we'll see. When we do the reviews, we'll see what Hack 1000 has to say. See, Eric, these are the jokes for tonight. We don't have a lot of books, so I spent all day doing this nonsense. But we have two books in this section, and it's one of those sections where I, I wish that these books were hitting as hard with us as they are with some other people. And, and the Everybody. first one, is a Bendis book, obviously, uh, because it is Young Justice. And you warned me at one point you said to me this week, hey, Jim, I was reading that Young Justice thing, you know, for my review. 
I said, yeah, yeah, I know the process. And then you said uh, there were points where I was reading the page and things seemed to have been jumbled up and didn't make sense of the progression of just the panels. And so I was like, yeah, that Eric, what a jerk. But I ended up reading it. And there's two pages in this. I, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't. And with the amount of dialogue going crazy in this, all these characters being introduced, you need to be able to follow the page at least. And one time I really struggled. But Eric, what is this? This is Young Justice number 12, written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by John Timms, Gabe Altiab, and Wes Abbott. We've had a year of our heroes being together again, and it seems we're no closer than, we, than when we began in getting answers to the mystery that is Young Justice. Beyond that, though, our teen heroes need help if they're going to take down Dr. Glory and get Superboy back. And with that, they recruit Naomi, the Wonder Twins, and Summer and Miguel from Dial H from Hero to join the team and by the end, we have so many characters that won't be explored and who all talk the same way. That is true, Eric. One time I did mushrooms and I grabbed my pants. Oh, man, that's a weird thing for him to say. See, I told you, you tell stories, Eric. You go into this and everything seems off. And it seems off, not just the panel progression, because that really does seem off, but ideas of things being shut down then they're not people not well, there then the they things. are we were in port oswego we came back to this this universal i say we we're the young justice we came back last issue and we couldn't get a hold of batman the hall of justice locked down I'm like okay that's the thing you're doing right now but that was the idea last issue now this issue we jump right in where teen lantern and wonder girl are going to get the just league at the hall of justice I'm like what, what happened to the whole on yeah. lockdown i, I don't understand yeah, what you're doing it, anymore it, it doesn't make sense. So when they go in and, you know, you have Wonder Girl who just keeps saying, I was in the Teen Titans. I used and to that's be in the Teen Titans. Like, why would you go with this whole thing? You you have brought Young Justice back out of nowhere. You've made this the big thing. Like, let's just yeah. say that all the Teen Titans that we got in the New 52, they're taken away right now because yeah. you had the Connell Superboy from the New 52. It doesn't seem to be talking yeah, about the in this problem. whole thing. The way, that, the way that this is set up. So if anybody says, yeah, but Wonder Girl was in the, the Teen Titans just a little bit ago – in the new 52 the the way that this has been set up that doesn't make sense that's going to throw well, it's more even problems the whole in thing but, because we started out with this back in like 99 with young justice those heroes eventually graduated and became teen titans and even like wonder girl she was the leader of the young justice and teen titans both at different points in time but why would you then have everybody come back like impulse comes out of the speed force we get superboy connor kent back and everything like that we're like young justice is back together all right i'm like but the last thing we were before that were Teen Titans. We weren't Young Justice yeah. for a long time there, so why yeah. would we go back to Young Justice and never right. explain it? And then talk about yeah. how she was a part of the Teen Titans. Yeah, and so you end up where, in this issue though, we were told at one point, it kind of disappeared in the ether of the idea of getting answers, this, this issue. Well, it seems as if every time Brian Michael Bendis says he's going to give answers, number one, he doesn't, but he also then gets distracted and wants to add. So this issue is basically just the Wonder Comics showing up, even though they're really pushing that as the next issue in these previews and news. I see this news this week. Uh, issue number 13 really ups the ante with the Wonder Comics. No, it's happening here. But we don't need that when you end up and we're just piling it on top of each other. When you don't have any basis of how these characters know each other, what's going on. Then it gets worse because then he points it out in this book, in the page. And, and when the let's tell about the young justice and then you go, they don't know how they know each other. We're 12 issues there in and Please you're not giving us something. any sort of answers. You, you have Kelly there and yeah, right now we could spell out at least something with her and this gauntlet. We don't. 
it just ends up where they're like, oh, my alien tech. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm here. You're there. Where? Cool. Yeah. You get nothing. It's typical Brian Michael Bendis dialogue. And maybe even more than typical, it is is really infuriating at times when a book is not moving and really – the whole thing about Young Justice, what is the overall story? What have we got? Because it really, we're 12 issues, and I could explain you know, the basic in, in half a sentence. I mean, they have done nothing. They don't know why they're together, but they're together. They're in the gem world, multiverse, back on Earth, boom. Skitaris. Skitaris. Yeah, and, and so as you go, everything is – it's like he's flinging it at you. He doesn't explain it. He just throws it at you, and you got to make heads or well, tails, but we because, don't have heads or tails. Because of that aspect of the storytelling where you're not getting anything about what's going on except for a big splash page at one point, you know, the young justice don't know how they remember each other or anything like that for like a big background of what the story is. So when we have moments like where Wonder Girl and Teen Lantern are taken captive by the Hall of Just Security and the Wonder Twins, and they're talking to one another, and the Wonder Twins say to them, now, who is this young justice? Now, yeah. I don't know if it's just because the, the Wonder Twins are new on the scene and the whole superhero thing on yeah. Earth, the or thing is, though, if it's that you they're, say they're supposed this. to know and they yes. don't because something's you- messed up. You say new on the scene, but yet throughout the issue, you'll have some people say they're fans. Yeah. Some people, they'll say they're fans of. They're fan of Wonder Girl. They're, they're fan of this. Oh, man, the Wonder Twins. Oh, right. The Wonder Twins, who at this point are just interns at the Hall of Justice from an alien planet that they came as a favor to Superman. There's no real reason for, you know, Naomi, man, cool. I love you guys. Big fan. And stuff like that. And it's just... It's odd. It's just everything. Like I said, it's flung at you and you can't grab on anything. I wish there was just one character in this book that you could rely on knowing things so that they could explain it to people. But that's the one page. That's where it starts with Wonder Girl. Oh, hell yes. Cool. Big fan. All right. You start that uh, with the Wonder Twins. But then it's like, what were you talking? Young Justice. And then the next panel, you have Wonder Girl. Hey, we're Young Justice. What is happening? I can't follow this. It's all just swirling around. But then it's like, hey, who is Young Justice? And then we just get a page and they explain it. And the explanation is so just surface level, giving you nothing more. And then saying, meanwhile, there are so many questions as to where the team has been and how they even remember each other. So yes, many questions. Is. That's that's the, You're a the remember here, folks. each other is the first question that we had. We are a year later and we're no closer to finding out because he has no idea how to make this fit. And because Th- we don't have so room for everybody to do anything. We don't even know where the direction yeah. of the story is going. We have to put Superboy no. in Skartaris where yeah. we have a, pa- a couple pages of him talking to Warlord, punching a, a dinosaur and feeling bad about a situation. And yeah, we move and on. really – that's the best you're going to get for, in my mind for the characters say you're here and, and if you're an individual fan of a character you're an individual fan of connor he is in skitaris warlords there he's going to punch dinosaurs i don't care about all Warlord. right you don't care about that but at least he's kind of doing something you, you find out i mean legitimately if we're ever on skitaris we know not to cry because that attracts the dinosaurs I, somehow also don't mention anything about puppies to warlord because then he goes bonkers he goes simple well, when this happens. He's a little uh, concerned that uh, puppies might have been turning into dinosaurs. Yeah, so I think he's going to wait for a while. It's funny, too. I, I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, why does he care? He's not. He's, he's just this guitarist. He knows what's there. Uh, so with that, though, if you're a fan of Tim Drake, 
you're going to see him text. You're going to see him leaning against a truck. He's going to lean on a truck. Then he's going to text some more. If you're a fan of Amethyst, she has a a book coming out. She, they end up having previews. She's got to piss. There you go. She's got to take a pee. That's what you get from her. If you're a fan of Naomi, you find out that her whole series and every other thing that she's been in. Her freaking inclusion and free. I can't remember if it was actually. I think it was Superman. Superman. Yeah. And stuff like that. And the stuff that we had in Young Justice here. Day and a half. Day and a half. She's been around. And how can somebody be so overused in a day and a half? And Eric, that's what I call a hot take, but that's not the hot take I'm going to go with. My hot take with Bendis is how can a guy, this is the one I told you at work, I'm working this out. How can a guy who takes so long to tell a story then also try to stress in his story through his characters that it hasn't been more than a day or two. That's a hot take right there. Here, go. You're a little down tonight. Me and you were both talking to each other at 5... Hot take. I had to wait for the hot take. Me and you were talking at 5.30 a.m. this morning. You probably coming home from a night of drinking, me just laying in bed, as I always do, <laughs> pondering life, Eric. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking, and we were laughing, and eh, I think it's hitting us both pretty hard right now. But as you can tell, I get very goofy. You seem very contemplative. You seem very down. You seem very philosophical. Do I? Uh, it, yes. You seem like you're you're uh, measuring your words carefully as we go on. And I want you to just leave that behind, Eric. Put, throw the reins down and leave it. May, maybe Hack 1000 can tell you a story. He'll, he'll get you about. fired up. He'll get you fired up. I like to call prostitutes street walkers because then I can pretend I am having sex with someone who is just really into hiking. Oh, my. That's a hot take, Eric. I'm not going to hit it, but he, he likes the streetwalkers. But when we're going hiking. through this all, hiking, yeah, streetwalkers, yeah. You, you end up where Tim Drake does nothing. If you're a fan of Impulse, he goes off to get donuts. Well, that's the big thing of last we issue, think too, there because might be, yeah. I'm saying Impulse disappeared last issue. Middle of the night, you know, when Naomi woke up after being passed out from using her powers too much, everybody's like having a sleep over her house because they have no place to go. Because like I said before... Hall adjusts in lockdown. Tim can't get a hold of the bat, like Batman or the Bat computer or yeah. anything like that because of what's going on in other books. Impulse was just gone. And eventually he shows back up hours later here saying he went and got donuts. Oh, but you were gone so long. There was a was, line. I'm like, there was a there line. Has, and the thing is, I have to imagine that it's either that Bendis doesn't want, like, you know, Impulse in the story at that moment because it could have done something to solve all our problems Man. or. There is a background to what he was off doing. Yeah. But at what point would we go and we would deal and, with that story because of all the other is, things yeah. you're dealing with right now? And if he is doing something, you wouldn't think it's anything nefarious. He's a good kid and stuff like that, and everybody likes him. So I guess what would though, he be but doing? we don't why know do what's that? going on or and why that's he was force. So then the big joke that we keep going with is he has Barry Allen's, you know, code to get into the Just Lee computer. You get a little wonky with that as well, but you know, that's pushed twice uh and it nothing really well, even gets that just, just think about that idea where we've had impulse and he was just gone this entire new 52 the way that like yep. proper bart allen yeah, was gone yeah. this entire time we didn't we get don't the know whole why. justice built until rebirth started exactly. with scott snyder's justice problem. league so going in there's a character here who has all the codes to everything for a place that was just built in this continuity and he has that and it's like maybe you know you're you're, you're going with the idea that that's barry maybe it's you know go to flashpoint well, you know like whole is, justice but codes that's the problem is when you end up doing this you're going oh man he knows barry like but we don't know what 
the background of this impulse is and what's going on and how it's going on and, and what. So when he does this, this is where I think he just kind of forgets some things or just throws it out, but it starts again. Everything pulls against the other thing. It starts getting real wonky. And really, it, we're not going to pretend this issue, instead of giving us answers about the characters we love, he is pushing the Wonder Comics characters that That's nobody it. reads. You end up having oh, where you are pushing two teams, though, Dial H and Wonder Twins, that combined, they combined for 14,000 copies sold a month. That's not enough. That's not enough to commandeer a book that Man, people want to love. Man, I can't wait to see love. what the sales are going to be now that they've been in Young Justice, huh? Yeah, really? Well, then, and Naomi's here, and, and it's one of those things where Naomi, without having it's the way book, for last season and, two, Bendis. Well, this is the thing. Would you rather have Naomi keep popping up? If you're a Naomi fan out there, and there's a lot of Naomi fans, it seems, maybe collectors, but there's fans. I like her. I need to know more. So I know that he's going to wait to tell us big things season two. So her being here just annoys me that there isn't a season two. If you ended up just having, you know, him do season two now, and then she shows up during, fine. But she is just sitting here going, I don't know my powers. Oh, my, a portal there. That's where I think things happen. What earths are you from? Oh, and you just keep going on and on without well, saying anything. Well, I'm telling you, anything. the worst part in my mind is that we are setting up the villain, Dr. Glory here, the evil like executive uh, uh, you know, Star Labs who's trying to do all these nefarious things to further technology by doing dangerous things. This is our big bet of this book that we have to go after and we have to get Superboy back because they yeah. don't believe that he took off like she said he did. No. Well, obviously he didn't, but yeah, we're we going to go that. after. That's why they need all the backup with the Wonder Twins, the Dial H crew, Naomi. We need to go uh, all this backup yeah. to go after this girl, this woman, who we already saw outed as the bad guy in Superman a couple yeah. months ago. She was outed. <sighs> you, you don't, and, and we know in this anyway, you can tell. So it's such a, a long, slow burn to get to this point where she does call the Hall of Justice and talks to the Wonder Twins and makes up a complete lie about <laughs> Naomi to just get, oh my, I, I, I wish that we had five. I wish you had a phone. I have a phone. Yeah. I would have called you, Eric, can you believe this? Dr. Glory's bad. You're like, really? Like, really? And, this is just, why I don't have a phone because I'm just yeah, getting really, calls like this all the me. time. That, that's all I would call you with too. And, and so you have these things, but it, it gets further. Like that's infuriating. We already know everything takes so long, but I'll tell you one of the things, and this is where I think that Brian Michael Bendis works on trying to impress people more of like, look at me. I see things through a different slant. I figured out everything. I'm the greatest. I Because uh, the, the invisible jet shows up, right? The invisible yep. jet shows up and he wants to have to make it. Well, the only reason we can see it is the dust. And da, 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 you have people no, in there. No, no, you have people that. in it. They would say, you, you, and you, yeah, you have different deals, but a lot of times you see you don't need this. I want answers. I don't want you to figure out how people can see the invisible jet. I don't need that. And then even the, the oh my, did they steal the Wonder Woman's invisible jet? Did they steal it? Three times it's said. And then so finally, they stole the invisible jet. All right, th that's fine. But please, and, and just even like Ginny Hex, it, we want to so know more about though. her. We, when we have the Wonder Twins show up in Port Oswego, they actually, because of Bart Allen going, doing the like Barry Allen fly codes, they're able to get like, you know, activated as like, you know, members of the Just League that are going off to go do something to go to help, yeah. you know, the Teen Titans, or Young Justice as it is. 
They show up and they talk about, according to the supercomputer, this should help us identify and maybe even heal whatever the damage to this whole rift and the whole thing is that we had all these dimensional breaches at this point. I'm like, we had Superman and we had Batman here. Why is it that nobody from the Justice League, Hall of Justice, whatever, looked into the idea that, hey, maybe we could heal this thing based on our own yeah. technology instead of yeah, just leaving Star Labs and that's Dr. What I'm Glory saying. behind? It never goes the and next level. And now that we do have of- this thing, the idea is like, look, we're going to point this gizmo at the rift here in Port Oswego. We're going to get your Superboy back. And it, something happens where Superboy does not come back. Instead, we get Miguel and Summer from Dial H pulled through the rift here, and they decide just to get on board with the Young yeah. Justice team to come help And them. everybody knows them. They know the, oh, the man, dial. The yeah, the H dial, that's great. You have Tim. Oh, I dialed that at a point, and we kind of saw that in the series yeah, when you like had the, the number first issue on. Of dial yeah. H, yeah. yeah, and even like then you have these that we want some info. So you have Tim. Hey, hey, Jenny, what's going on with that trunk of yours? Everything fine? Yeah, it's okay. You know, Batman could take it from you. Nah, it's kind of mine. Hard to argue. Then we move on. (laughs) Why can't she say? Even the, oh, man, it seemed like that was the magics. No, no, no. It's like pointing a gun. What's the difference? He yells with his arms up in the air. And Tim is so off in this. If you ask, his his dialogue is so off. And at points, I swear it gets mixed up with impulses. And, And even then. Nobody really has a voice. Yeah, Amethyst. I mean, classic Amethyst has to take a leak. I mean, really, that's what she always does. I'm like, oh, Amethyst, once again, you got to pee. Why Why put that? Why put it? Are you so not, you know, invested in that character that you have to have two word bubbles and say, I got to take a peek? Well, you can go over there. Nobody's watching. Look, I'm considering while that's it. that's going on, we also have Naomi calling her mother talking about stranger danger now that the police and the paparazzi have showed up looking for a reporter and like looking for a report on all these superheroes showing up in Port Oswego. No, no superheroes here. Mom, there's, there's a lady bothering me, a stranger danger. Yeah. I'm like, we're doing nothing in this book. I, I swear she sounded like wrong term. <laughs> Is it, Mommy, she's not leaving us alone. She's babbling about superpowered people. You, you, you have your costume on. You are glowing. We have seen you. You're glowing, and I'm not just saying that because you're a lovely young lady. You were glowing, and you were seen doing all this stuff. I, I love it too. It's like, hey, you kind of, you know, look like the person they described as flying around with Superman and doing all these things that were on the news. You're like, oh no, that's not me. I, you know, I'm a cosplayer. And just as this goes on. Nothing happens. You do get the Dial H team there. They're talking about, you know, the dial for just a second and and a little sign. You know that you dial H and then you're a random hero. All right. You know, we're we're now and every time you add more people, you got to explain what they're doing, what they have been doing, all these things. When we just want our characters, this this book needs to condense, not expand. It needs to explain everything that it's about. I need to get invested in the characters. I don't need to just sit there and be confused. And even Connor, who's one of the biggest things. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis, where he wants the Young Justice team. Everybody wants the book they claim. You also have Connor, Impulse. These are characters people have been begging for. And you just have Connor go get donuts and possibly up to something, impulse. which I'm sure are impulse. I mean, and and go off and do things that might be nice, and we'll find out. And you have Connor and Skataris, and he's only there for a couple panels with Warlord, another character that nobody knows anymore. Uh, you know, for the most part, you don't deal with them that much. You don't deal Thankfully. with Skataris. Nobody likes Skataris, and you're there okay, not I'm explaining sure there are anything. A couple handful of people oh, that like Skataris. I'm telling you, there are, but I'm saying in general. But then you're adding. 
uh, you know, a Wonder Twins, a book that sells 9,000, and Dial H characters, a book that sells 6,000. Uh, this is not the ticket to, you know, a blockbuster. Hey, but when it Miguel dials deal. H for Hero, he becomes Spider-Miguel at this point. Yeah, it looks he like becomes a Spider-Miguel. Spider-Boy Spider Boy with Superboy and Spider-Man yeah, he looks back like in the day. Spider- he looks like, to me, Spider-Boy a lot. Uh, yeah, especially with the goggles and stuff like that. Uh, but even like a Spider-Boy 2099. <laughs> a bit. Eric. Oh, my. And, yeah, that's fun. It's just one page. He's Miguel as well. a picture. And so, yeah, really, that's what's pretty funny. And so when you see it, why, if you're going to bring Dial H in, now this will be maybe next issue, but I doubt all it. Right, but the best why part not is, do that earlier? We're gonna, we're, we have all of these people now joining Young Justice. We're going to go off in a giant superhero pose like this. Let's shut down Star Labs for good and find our friend and bring him home and learn things about each other along the way. <laughs> And then, yeah, I really feel I've learned enough, says Tim. Has you, Tim? <laughs> him and Tim, only him. Don't speak him. for me. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, what is he talking about? Uh, but yeah, it's just, You're I want to love folks. this book. I want to, if anybody has listened to this podcast, uh, you know, for a little bit of time or even the Marvel one, you know that the young heroes like this. This would be my dream team. Now, again, a lot of times it gets wonky when you get these teams because there's too much. I'd prefer, you know, two characters, whatnot. But a team of young heroes, especially learning what's going on, kind of also a book that should be more important because it could start explaining the timeline, could start explaining maybe even what Doomsday Clock did because of the way that these characters are from different continuities, different timelines, things like that. But we don't know. But this could be very, very big plus fun. And it's neither. It's neither. It's, it is a, it, it's a chore to get through with this dialogue. The dialogue, because he's trying to be this quick and breezy, hip. young, hip kids, it gets even worse where you even have impulse like, yeah, she do that. I'm like, here we go again. We got a lot of wrong turns going on. It's just crazy. I know who the do art's that. Great. Star yeah. Labs do that. Star Lab do that. <laughs> Dr. Glory do that. I'm like, I-, I don't know what's going on. Sounds like a bad baby, Eric, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, it just at the end and you don't. But the, the thing is, the art's <laughs> really good. The art's fun. The characters could be fun. If Wonder Twins wouldn't have had that other series and they were just showing up, I probably would have had a big smile on my face. I don't know. They keep showing, showing up, up in all these other things No, I'm as well. saying if we didn't have that other stuff and this was just them out of nowhere showing up, now you would have been like, well, now what's going on? But still, uh, I where's the thunder lust? Uh, but when the, these characters could be fun, but they're not. They're all there, and because they're just – I swear to God, they better watch out because it's an avalanche of word balloons. They're going to kill them, and they're too busy yapping to do anything. Everybody's just standing around talking, and I'm, when you end up having Miguel at the dial show up, the page after that is more word bubbles than I think I've ever seen in my entire life hate because there's so many. Look at them. There's one where I think that actually three characters, I believe, are hidden behind them. I don't know what's going on. That's what the villain will sneak up behind word bubbles. No. Uh, what'd you give this? I ended up giving this a four out of ten. I love John Tim's art and think it's the best thing about the book, and I would love to learn more about these things. It's just everything is so spread out for what you want to learn about, and then you just have the Wonder Comics jammed in to go deep deal with a, like a threat that only like that we already know are bad people but the young justice have to get to the bottom of it even though it's already been taken care of other ways like she's on the run yeah but in other books this has already been taken care of to a degree where we know she's a bad doctor and you know 
we may have Superman go after it or something like that, but now it's Young Justice's turn to go after it, and we have all the Wonder Comics characters that are just ridiculous, and I want these characters to do more. But for the most part, you just have them standing around and talking about things that don't matter to everything else that you want to know about. Yeah, I, I agree. And I guess this is Brian Michael Bennett's like, who I'm going to throw you salad there, uh, you know, uh, Mark Russell. And st- this is not going to be throwing in, and uh, what's his name? Humphrey, Sam, <laughs> Sam Humphrey. Humphreys. I couldn't even remember. And, but this book isn't selling that great either. So if this isn't, you know, all of a sudden it shows up in a book selling 200,000 people. And when they do show up, don't even get enough of them to say, oh, man, I'll go see this Wonder Twins. Y- you don't even get the idea there's a book out there for the most part and, and stuff like that. So it's tough. I'm just going to go an FU5 just straight up. And I like the art. And it's tough to give an FU5 when you really like yeah. the art. But it's infuriating. I, I end up reading it. And I just I want to when you want to have it's like, you know, every Christmas for me, I go downstairs. I'm all excited. I ain't getting no presents. I get nothing, Eric. So then any other day I go downstairs, I ain't getting no presents than either but on christmas it, it makes it a little tough and so with are we this talking book, about 70 year old jimmy or 50 year old jimmy now i'm talking right. today isn't it christmas, christmas. I, I end up going downstairs well this book is like that like i did get some I love it. it's kind of like and christmas. this wasn't oh well there you go i end up where i thought that this was going to be one of those books too that me and you could enjoy together you know hold hands walk down the street maybe skip a little and we can't because we both maybe we can both hate it and skip but i don't want to. i'd like to skip the book eric is what i'd like to do that's not a hot take but i, I give it an fu5 now i'm gonna go hack what would you give it i had a lot of problems with this issue I give it a 10 out of 10. Yep, that makes sense. That, that's hack. <laughs> that's the AI hack. Uh, what is the next book? Next one up, we got Hawkman number 20, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Fernando Pastron, Oquare, Albert, Danny Mickey, Jeremy Cox, and Stockings and Comicraft. It's time to go back to the scavenger hunt style of storytelling that we got in the first arc of the series. The Sky Tyrant is on the hunt for the ultimate weapon to kill as many people as possible. But to get it, he'll need the Black Journal, and now the key, which takes our former hero across the galaxy to the world of giants but beyond this aspect we do get an explanation about when the batman who last infected carter and we do have some great guest stars in the adam and adam strange's hawkwoman gathers a group to help bring hawkman back from the infection yes yes indeed i once went on a date with an android i got a bad case of herpes well, that's weird. But you, you end up with <laughs> Hawkman It's <laughs> punching right in the face. Uh, we've been talking and we talk later about Supergirl. And this is uh, obviously another one of the books that is infected, I'd like to say. And I like, don't I, I, know. Like, I once dated a fountain soda machine at 7-Eleven. She gave me Slurpees. No, no, he, he just dated an android one time. He got her to be there. He, could, he couldn't take it. He couldn't punchline. help. He got the punchline. You heard it. I, I don't know. Oh, wait. Now he's mad at you. Hey, Eric. Match say that. hi to your dad for me. Oh, oh, my God. He said, say hi to your dad. He's a real bitch. Uh, so you end up with a book that is, it's infected. It's infected with the story. You already had Year of the Villain leading into this that we talk about all the time. These books really haven't had their own chance to breathe for many, many an issue. It does seem also like this was just thrown at them at the last second there was no preparation and the idea now that we do see how hawkman was infected you need that and i appreciate that 
please don't anybody sit there and say, oh, my, see, there was a hundred story, <laughs> you know, thing going all around because there was. And he ended up, you can tell that well, maybe at one point it was supposed thing, to be somewhere else. When right? You, you have Carter Hall of the mind. Then because of the infection, you have the Batman who laughs at the mind, which we've seen in other books. It's still ridiculous, but we have it. When we go back, we see that Carter was infected like one, by one of the batarangs. He was just sliced while taking out some criminals at a museum heist, it seems like. And the thing is, that's the story I want to see. It's a few panels here. I want to see Carter Hall Hawkman actually just fight crime normally instead of all this nonsense. I'm like, you're like dangling this carrot in front of me and I really want this carrot, but I'm never going to get it, am I? No, no, you won't. And with these things going on here, uh, like I think that this was shoved at him at the last second. They ended up, okay, who are we going to end up putting in this infected? Well, Hawkman, Supergirl, it stinks Hawkman was even involved. Because of the idea that this book did have and still does. I see these reviews. They still aren't affected. But yeah, people love it, it was a book that had, you know, this following going on. And then to just I know that maybe they're like, well, it's it's got a big following in the critical point, but it's not selling great. But we'll throw it in and maybe that'll get people to go over to the hell arisen and the, the whole deal, the infected, all this stuff down the line. But it seems now as if these books have kind of caught up with the idea that they're stuck here and this and Supergirl are going to kind of come up with their, you know, MO of how they're going to deal with this. And this just ends up pretty much being a reverse of the first 12 issues of Carter, where you look like you're going to have the Sky Tyrant just going, oh, my, I'm going to figure things out. Now I'm going to go and, and, you know, unlock well, stuff. And is, do he's this infected and, here. And the whole thing is he's just like, look, I'll do it. The Batman left stuff. But for the most part, I'm just going to kill people and continue my quest to make sure that we never die completely because we're never going to yeah. like have the balances of uh, the balance, the scales balanced out here. So I'm going to kill as many people as possible. And the way to do that is that ultimate weapon that our Iranian brother, like, you know, a version of ourselves went and created years and years ago. And the thing is, we ended the last issue on this big cliffhanger. It's like, I'm going to use the black journal. I'm like, oh man, what is that? It's, that seems kind of crazy. What the black yeah. journal? And it just, it, it's another one of Hawkman's journals that he's kept. This one just happens to be about the location of a weapon that Iranian version of him made, like all these, like, you know, other lifetimes ago. I'm like, well, that's not too cool. Like, you know, whole no. thing. And I realized at this point going here, like, we just have another journal. So first we have to go back yep, to the ship another to get the journal. And then we have to read the journal. And it's going to take us to another planet to find the key, the key to activate the weapon somewhere else. I'm like, we were just doing exactly what we did before at the scavenger hunt story telling yeah. that I hate so much. Yeah, that, and that's what we're back to. And even with the idea of a, oh, man, you really like to wax poetic in this journal here, there, huck, man. And oh, man, why would you even write this stuff down? Because yeah, they have to make it kind of make sense and go. But really, by the end, there's not much going on in this issue. There is, you know, you end up having the Adam. He's looking in the things. You end up having the the Adam part. It's cool as hell in my mind. We have Hawkwoman talking to Ray Palmer. The idea that, like, you know, there is a history where the Adam is, you know, Hawkman's best friend. We don't ever really get to see it. We just have to assume that this has been going on. And like from the last time we saw him previously, they are best friends and they have been for a long time now. Hawkwoman is getting a hold of him to help to like, you know, figure out a way to cure him for this whole thing. And while he's there, he is inside a ship going over all these different things, like trying to like analyze Carter's blood, what they can do to stuff. And the best part is when we pan out, we realize that the Adam ship is actually sitting in Hawkman's brain. Yeah, he's, he's, in he's brain. right along with the ride for that's them going cool. through. I'm like, that is an amazing thing. Like, that you know, is turn cool. of events and, right there. And that seems like may you know, that might be the the out. When we're we're trying to figure out who's gonna do what, it looks like Wonder Woman is gonna end up trying to heal Supergirl yeah. and you think that, you know, this team, but especially when you have Adam in his brain. <laughs> 
trying to reactivate things, trying to get things going. Uh, but now, do you think the- we're actually going to have that moment where Adam Strange just shows up in this whole thing? You know, she, he's been called by that Hawkwoman as no. well. And do you think we're going to go back to the idea where he was there before when the Hawkman of Thanagar was killed during the death of Hawkman miniseries? Maybe. I don't know that it'll tie into that. Because I don't, it kind it of might. like, even though like uh, we the way when the series started, they seem to have the idea that, you know, that was still in continuity, but yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have the, the Earthling Carter Hall Hawkman as well. Mention, maybe it'll mention the, the deal. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see, Eric. You're asking me. To, I don't have my tarot cards out here. I'm not seeing. Oh, my. What's the mysterious say about woman? It? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so you end up where the step from the Black Journal leads us up to a planet. And it's real cool. The planet visual. of giants. Yeah. And it's real cool visual where you do have like this temple type deal that is a giant. It's a, it's, huge, it's a coffin. Yeah. It's a, that's yeah, a freaking deal. sarcophagus. Uh, but they're trying to break in and get this key and then they get attacked by a giant hawk man i mean really it's it's cool enough but there's not not a lot going on it's cool for some reason but when you have this whole thing where you have a giant hawk man come who's the guardian of this tomb because the key is inside this is where the ronnie version sent it to before but when you find out that this is just a family like we've had this before where we thought there were cool ideas where hawk man has lived so many different lives that he's touched so many families that even even with his reincarnations like generations down the line they still like Hey, Carter Hall, we're going to help you because yeah, you helped yeah, our family a hundred years big ago. At the beginning. Exactly. There were people it was giving a really cool fair and stuff the, like that. Now in the world of giants that we're at, we have a guy who just dons himself in Hawkman armor to honor the person that his grandfather, you know, who's yep. going to help years Titan and years Hawk. ago. Yeah, I it just I, it, there you go. <laughs> I thought you were going some more, but yeah. So that's all you have is this giant in the land of giants, and now we're going to have a battle. Uh, and for it some looks reason, cool. just because it's not Hawkman, obviously, how many Hawkmen could you have? You can logistically yeah. the way that reincarnation works for now is that yeah, you, you could, could have, have all these Hawkmen still living because it's outside time and space and doesn't matter. So the thing is, just finding out that this guy, this giant who's going to fight the Sky Tire, isn't actually Hawkman. I'm like, oh, that's got to be let down. Yeah, it's just yeah, a guy yeah. with a Hawkman really helmet on. And and yeah, really. And in in the meantime, you do have uh when we had Adam and Hawkwoman, they're introducing themselves to each other, saying, You came with, you know, I, I checked your references, they all checked out or yeah. good to go. And then you end up with her trying to get a hold of who we didn't know, but you could kind of guess who would be the next one who shows up. And it's Adam Stranger shows up to kind of figure out what's going on, but that's just how it ends. And it's not it's not horrible when you think of the obstacles that it has to go past. Oh, it's you got end so many. Just even having yeah. us fill up the like Tony. Our majority of our issue with our sky tyrant, anti hero, former hero, whatever you want to call him, he's on a uh, spaceship just flying to a planet while he talks to himself of the mind here yeah. and going over yeah. with Batman and left about this is when I infected you and the reason it took so long to take yeah, because of it, your yeah. nth metal healing factor. I'm like. Well, that makes sense, and, and I guess. It does, but why does it stop healing then? I mean, I guess – but here's the thing too. I would have liked something else that they pointed out. But then when we did this to kind of get your healing down, but I like the explanation by the Batman who laughs, who's all also in of the mind. We're, we're getting very it's, – it's full house it's a in the mind. Metal. Way to go, dude. And so that she, he ends up talking and he's like, yep. I got you. And you see it too. It's when he was fighting earlier and he gets hit by one of the batarangs out of nowhere. And he doesn't realize in the batarang just savage. And it's so funny, but he says, yep, with your healing factor, we knew it'd take time, but Hey, everything works eventually. 
All right. All I'll right. Go with it. At least we saw it. We, we've been we've been bitching and moaning that we haven't seen it. So I'll give it that. Uh, but overall, uh, while I will give Venditti uh, some credit, I will give him actually a lot of credit of making an issue where I, I don't think this is the worst thing we've read all week. And it's just he can't do anything, and he's trying to Look, figure out how to work this into something. I just don't I even like that. I'm excited for the Adam to show up here and actually do yeah. the whole like Hawkman Adam thing again. I just hope he actually and sticks Adam around. Strange. Adam Strange, I don't care about. I've never cared yeah, for the I character that much, cool. but it's all right, I guess, if you're into that whole thing. But the Adam Ray Palmer, I'm all about I am, it. It's just I that, am. Uh, the infection going into the scavenger hunt aspect, just to you know build an ultimate weapon and activate it to kill billions of people or whatnot. I'm like. Eh, there's not a lot to the story overall, but thank God yeah. we have Fernando Passford on this this oh, book now because great. I we love have finally gotten back to some really good art. Yeah, in Hawkman. the art is really really good. And me and you talked about it, Brian Hitch. I, I did like his art on so that, but it's the colors that he ends up, you know, kind of going always on. It does always look washed before. out. It yeah. does look washed out. This looks vibrant. It looks sure really does. good, especially then when you see the Adam suit and stuff like that going on. It's really cool. And so yeah, there's some cool aspects to it. I just wish why. Do we get these books where you end up having heroes that have solo books? Why do you get them involved in a story that ends up crippling their books? You have Shazam as well. That's not going to do anything because of the delays and you can kind of play with it. But even so, are you reading Shazam sitting there thinking, I know Tom Velreth has a problem with it, but are you reading Shazam and going, oh, are they in the game lens when he's King Shazam and infected? Because I don't. So I wouldn't have minded if we had those Tales of the Hawkmans that well, we were in my mind, kind of the way, talking oh, yeah, about the in this. Of the Hawkman, we had one issue of that, which and we could have had this cool. instead. Why would you know? We get this where uh, you know you can't do that much, and it's not really doing anything. Night. I just want something. I, I want something where. Yeah, it's going on over there, but we can kind of, you know, get it through our heads that Hawkman's going and doing stuff, you know, aside, it was before, after, whatever. But, you know, the tales of the Hawkman would have been great where you end up having the Kryptonian. You have all these guys going, Look, we maybe even had joining a year of an the army. Villain, though, and going into the effect of the year of the villain with, you know, uh, with Shadow Thief, I yeah, got Shadow really Thief. into the idea because, yeah, okay, that was okay. Hawkman has some really underrated villains that we never get to see. Yeah. I just want to see yeah. him being a superhero and, and that's, taking that's on these the villains. Thing. And and that's a good example because during that, you ended up using that to kind of bring in some other things. You had the shade and, you know, all these things, Shadow Thief, all this stuff going on. And it was cool. And it was, you know, calling out to older things. Now, this just is – it's just treading water until we get done the infected – and it's just, you know, hey, I'm going to kill millions, billions, trillions. What's after trillions? I don't know. Okay, I'll do it anyway. Here we go. And now it's a scavenger hunt. And and that's not fun. It isn't, though. The reviews still come in pretty high. Oh, people uh, love this but, book, and I don't get it. Yeah, I think that people And I want to love it. That's the problem. I think people like to, to, to claim something and get into the, the idea that they're, you know, oh, my, you know, I'm the only one because it's not selling well. So they want to be the, you know, I'm going to trumpet this book all around, and maybe I'll get people because I'd now I'll look trumpet cool. it. it just has to be good I, because it's not yeah. right now. I'm telling you, and the idea actually we really We do that with me. Freedom Fighters because we really like it. Agreed. Nobody's buying that either, no. but we like it. No, not at all, but they're 
very similar sales. Oh, Van Diddy, you, you got. But yeah, I just, but I just want to like idea, it. The sca- just, going back to the scavenger hunt storytelling, like, are you, is this all you have for Hawkman, Van Diddy? Like, you I need guess. to move on if that's the case, because you're really just making me hate what I'm getting here, because it's a lazy kind of storytelling for what we're dealing with. And in the end, I just ended up giving us a 6.3 out of 10. Yeah. Because, yeah. and that's mostly art. And I like I'm going to tell you, 6.5 because of the art. And that's uh, the but, thing. Yeah. Is I like to guest stars in here. There's like, we're leading to some really cool stuff. But when you, at the end of the day, when you have Sky Tyrant just kicked his, with his feet kicked up, talking about, I'm going to kill me a bunch of people after we get, get that weapon. Oh boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I know. And it just, it gets, it gets you upset because you want more in a book, especially because it's one of your favorite characters. But I Hack, do what like do you think? What, is, what do you think Hack thinks? You think he likes it, Eric? Because a lot of people do. I wonder. I am not one who gives 10 out of 10s. I give this issue a 10 out of 10. Ooh, that's, that makes sense. That makes complete no sense. But we're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Derek. Hallelujah. It's mail with Derek. Oh, yeah. It's mail with Derek. Hallelujah. It's mail with Derek. Oh, yeah. It's mail with Derek. Hallelujah. It's mail with Derek. Oh, yeah. Let's hear what you have to say. We don't need no Tijuana. It's mail with Derek. Ah, yes, it is mail with Eric. And if you want to be part of the mail, which we have a lot this with week, Eric. I think people heard. Uh, that we weren't having a lot of mail and decided to up the game, Eric. They Man, you got to keep your mouth shut about indeed. not getting a lot of mail in. Oh, I know. It's like I saying, have my don't notes. have a lot of books I this actually, week. Like DC's like, I, how about this? Take all these books. Hey, 17. Hold my drink. I, I I don't I don't drink alcohol, Eric, so I can't say. I, I ended drink. up writing in my Why? notes. I, I, I put my deal in here and I'm like, so I remember saying about not having a lot of mail and I wrote, dash, Eric loves it that way. It's what I had because he does. But I, I like to hear from people. Little put my ear to the pulse of the streets, as we used to say, Eric. And if you want to be part of that pulse and possibly the streets, all you have to do is email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. As far as Jess told me, your ass is going to be on the streets soon. That's all oh my. Pay that rent, she said. <laughs> and, and by that, she meant hers. Yep. Oh, my. That's a bit of a hot Don't take. Go, and we're going to start the mail with Alex M. Is she there right now? Is there a possibility of her busting in and no. yelling at She can't Hack? hear you. I hope that she doesn't get mad at Hack. Hack might have some choice Why? words for her a little Why? later. And a little later, I mean next week, because I got to type those say. up and put them in the, put them in the machines. Is what I do. Uh, it's a good thing that it, this is mail with Eric because a lot of these mails that are coming up tonight really are to you. Really? Slash just ripping into me. Uh, and this is not how we play like the this. game. I like this. Tell me this more. This isn't how tell me more. we've ever set this up. You sound like you're in Greece. <laughs> uh, it's Alex M is starting. And Alex M is now going to go through a fairly long email just ripping me All apart. Right. Eric, and he says, hi, Jim and Eric. What's up, Alex? I have a bit of a gripe with Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. When, when, he, when you did the review for Flash, did you really need to tell us about Captain Cold showing up in that one big book? I mean, I know you read Solicits and all, but somehow hearing it during a review isn't as satisfying as, let's say, getting surprised from reading the story or even coming to the shop and seeing the character on the cover. Or even Spoilers, better yet, man, a tagline damn. at the end of the previous issue as the next week. 
I don't think you're going to get any of those, actually. And they threw it in the solicits. And this is like you yelling at me because you saw that the, the new Ford Taurus 2021 is coming out. Spoilers, <laughs> oh, man. man. I don't Does need that. Does it look that. like a Cybertruck? That's the thing. I legitimately at points know stuff that's coming up next week, week later, that are very important things that I would never say. Anything in a solicit is so generic thrown out there that I guarantee it's not going to be that big a deal. You're going to end up and really almost all of the year of the villains. Why do you think Lex gave them offers? Because, you know, the whole mob thing of I may come back and ask you for a favor later. That's all it was to set up to. He wanted Doom. They got it. But there you go. There you go. Here's another. And I, the thing is, I want to spoil some other things like this. Here's a spoiler for you. Indiana was the dog's name. There you go. See, I just ruined. I just ruined Last Crusade. Things get chilly. <laughs> says her next week. I, I, Captain. The the thing is, I don't know what book you're going to get that in. Where do you think you're going to get a book where it's going to say next week, Captain Cold looks like he's going to grip the ice because <laughs> yes. it's in it's in a series. That, you know, if you get a, an end where you're just going to have Lex say, oh, no, you have more people than me. I better get these idiots that I gave an offer to. Uh, we saw Oracle disappear in Batgirl and them say, oh, man, I don't think she's gone. Is she dead? I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Spoilers, but well, seemed at least one of you had a good holiday. Eric, hopefully you got to relax and finally catch up on the shows you missed, Jim. I hope somebody at least got you one present. Yeah, yeah. somebody did. Actually, I got two kind of nice Look presents. Mark Jager, he he gave me, and I have it right here. If you hear, I have a Stretch Armstrong. That's he awesome. sent me. And, so you uh, got Ruben your toys around your podcast well. here, just like I do now. Oh, it's the best. It's laying under a bunch of uh, Luden's cough You're drop things. But I do like it. I, I'm not going to unbox Why not? Eric, Play with there. it. Because, no, I'm just sitting. Whoa, really? Can you say that slower? <laughs> Shut up. And in a breathier voice, maybe? No, I just have it here. I like it. I look at it. When I sit there and go, nobody likes me. I'll like, oh, stretch Armstrong. And, you know, I'm like, thank you, Mark Jager. You've made me stay alive one last day, is what <laughs> I'd say. Didn't your kids get you a hoodie I, as well? Nah, uh, Alex did. And then I realized that he got a hoodie from a place he works. I think he stole them or <laughs> it's something. Like, but again, he got me a triple XL. It's like, God, what did you do? Why did you bring well, me a triple XL? I'm not <laughs> even going to tell you what it was. And I did get angry about it. And, uh, you know, and, and even then, the, the other kids in the house, because, you know, the other the kids, others. not me, they ended up getting so much. And I, I end up, I'm like, listen to this. I sired you into this world. I got a hoodie, which, yes, that, that is a good gift for me. Everybody got hoodies. And I, I like – you saw it. I like the yeah. color. I think it's pretty cool. So, I like the cut of its gym. So, yeah, I did get that. Also, I got the gift of Zach coming home. That was lovely. Again, though, he comes Just home. Just really threw He's off He's in the Marines. Day. He comes home. It threw Surprise. off everything. Yeah, he comes home. He surprises everyone. Comes home as Santa. Come, uh, uh, Tanya could have used that little note three weeks before when she's trying to kill me. Uh, but he ended up showing, hey, we're going to go see, you know, the Star Wars, me and my sons. And then they went by themselves without telling me, hey, we're going to go to the buffet <laughs> with your dad. And then they went without telling me. I, I ended up doing nothing with Zach. And then he goes back to 
California with the Marines. And then the next thing I know, looks like we're going to war. <laughs> like, what is going on here? But damn you, 2020. Uh, cooler heads prevailed as of now, but things got a little little dicey, which we're going to hear later. Uh, it ends up affecting some families even more than mine. But he says so far there, uh, he went to Barnes & Noble. He got a Barnes & Noble gift card and went and picked up Ed Pisker's X-Men Grand Design yes. Extinction in that large format. That's really, really cool. I also picked up this encyclopedia for DC Comics Supervillain 100 Greatest Moments written by Robert Greenberger. So it's like one of those new burgers, right? With the plants. Yo, Greenberger. Who was twice in his career an editor over at DC Comics. Uh, he put that on the slide. Twice. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah right. Did he not twice. do it very well the first time? This is the thing. It's like, it's, like, it's like in sports. You never want to be multiple times comeback player of the year. You don't want that. That means you keep getting injured like a, a jerk. The book itself, which I got for $10 and published in 2019, is up to date with current status. Since yeah, it is out of order... The first entry was Adolf Hitler and the Spear of Destiny from Special Number 29. Barbados and the Batman Who Laughs also gets their own page, but Kite Man did not make it. And I was like, that okay, that's fine. I say that the Harley show write him pretty well, but Lex Luthor did get like 10 pages and the same with Joker. And that makes sense it does. as well. During the holiday itself, I spent half the time reading comics and the other half getting I wonder faded. how many pages and- Slipknot got. None. Uh, he got faded. The hyena. You, 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 you like all these terms? What is that faded? This fa- it's a haircut. Like you told so me he's got a sweet fade? He went and got a fade. Barbershop? Yeah, he did. He's there. He's either in Belle Bib DeVoe or, or Kid and Play right now doing that move that where move. they're dancing and jump through their arms. At this point, I'm almost done with Wonder Woman New 52, which rereading it, I'm thinking it definitely stands out as one of the best books from the early 10s. Yeah, that is the early 10s. I did like it too. You don't say that in mixed company anymore or people that you don't Look, know. When you're, when you're it seems about, like you don't talk are, about politics, religion, or the New 52 Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. Or at least Brian Azzarello, Wonder Woman. You can talk about that other nonsense. You're like, hey, you know what? I like that. I, I don't Shay Shay Fontana. I, it's all <laughs> this. Rebirth. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember her name. Meredith. I, I'll, I'll remember it. Meredith Finch. She jumped on, and that was nonsense. It reminds me of The Wicked and the Divine that came out around the same time, which is a pretty cool story that I still haven't finished yet. And really, the idea, if you don't know, a that lot of people did get upset. the performance of Wicked right now. Yeah, really. You'd is like Divine that Divine alive? doing that? I don't know. I hope so. Gem. Uh, you ended up where people were upset at the new 52 Brian Azarella Wonder Woman because it pretty much made the Amazons rapist, you know, things like that get people upset. I don't understand. Yeah. But once every couple of years, I reread the first few arcs. Are there any series like that either uh, for each of us? Something that you go back to every couple of years. And I, I'm, I think Eric's going to tell you we are in an avalanche of books every week and stuff. But you have gone back yeah, to read, read a, a lot of, of things. things. I almost read Identity Crisis, another one that isn't so fondly looked back at except by I do like to know, go us. back and look at that and every now and then. Yeah, I was going to do that the other day. Uh, I was looking through the DC Stephen King's universe it. app. Is that, it, is that something you go back to? Yeah. I don't think that he's saying. Mine is the White Album, Eric. I'm lazy. I just sit there and listen. Read. Oh my. I'm like, oh my. If you would it's just things take that out for some of the boy. filler here, this could have been the best album of all time. And it still is very great. I was also reading Red Hood Arsenal, but then I got to Robin's War. 
And I think it's Robin, Robin, Robin War? Robin's Maybe War? Robin's it War. seems weird to say Robin's War, but uh, in an attempt to it was all the Robins. I don't through, think there's an apostrophe yeah, or anything there. Yeah, I know. Uh, he ends up in an attempt to get through that little event. I kind of slowed down to almost a standstill. Not that I don't like the story. It just kind of took the momentum out of reading Red Hood. Uh, finally, so we are Robin. Our, yeah. Funny thing, that first issue of Robin Wars, written by, now it's Robin Wars, written by Tom King, has a lot of tropes that would define Tom King's Batman run. It's funny because it's an issue which Jim Werner gave an 8.5. Oh as my. if I like that so much, even though it really resembles the doing, stuff that would Robin drive War, me nuts. An 8.5, Jim, or even just it's- reviewing it. I why yeah, I didn't review. No, you did. That's Eric Scar. <laughs> and I right away I'm reading this before I'm like looking at it because once I see shade being thrown, I'll read ahead. Uh, you when I get, get a these Robin things. book, I'm going to grab a hold of that as quick as I can. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been allowed to review that, and <laughs> oh, you ended up reviewing it. Now, if you really want to go and and throw shade, because this is an epic fail, but if you really want to throw shade, uh, go and look up the Grayson tie-in issue, which I gave a nine five, Ooh. and I loved, and I said it was incredible but as that whole robin war also just as an as an aside not fighting or anything like this because uh you know alex may not realize we're at war now oh, no. uh but it, it's the jimmy alex war can i just be like sweden robin war or yes you can be you, you can be both as long as you wear a bikini of course i will uh when you Hot. go look at robin war number two and see that Eric then gave that a six and was really, really upset because by the time we get from one to two, that book ends a lot of well, crap that's the thing, in the middle you, of time. You got that whole, like, you know, uh, the beginning and Gotham then the end. Academy we and had, had all at the one other point. things that came in with it. By the end yeah. of that whole thing, it really, like, I was really Nothing excited happened. for it for the idea of, yeah. you know, well, we have the We Are Robin gang and all the other Robins going against the Court of Out Towns. Like, this sounds really cool. And every issue just made it peter out quicker and quicker by the end. It I did. just wanted it to be over with. Yeah, and uh, I did look. I think I only did reviews. It's weird because I thought I reviewed that Gotham Academy as well, but I didn't. But I did review in that crossover, you know, deal. Uh, I did uh, Grayson, as I said, I did a nine five, but I also did a detective that I was going on and on. I think I was close to a five. I forget what the, but I was saying that it was garbage. I don't remember because things kind of when I'm thinking back at Rom where you had a lot of issues that you'd read a, a one, and the next week there was another tie-in deal crossover and it was the same story we we didn't change the story you were almost seeing it Remember from those a different two issues like we, where we just had the freaking robins yeah, up in a cage they suspended they were hanging suspended in that warehouse and the one might have been from the left side angle the other the right it was terrible now there's a new writer on batman for a new year and therefore jim can focus all his anger on brian michael bendis which based yeah, on jim. the last action comics seems to have grown quite a bit And you say that, I'm telling you, I I always get the hater tag, and yet I look at those scores on the combo roundup. You don't even have a book of Bendis's that you review. No. He's just talking the podcast. Maybe. Yelling. But yeah, I I end up looking at my scores. I am an overall of a 7.3. Eric's like a 6.7. So he's the hater. I actually went ahead and checked the latest action comics, and oh boy. Oh boy, boy. as somebody who has liked Jar Jar's art and such books as Silencer and the first issue of Superman Year One. This art was pretty crappy. For anybody who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, John Romita Jr. That art was crappy. And that cover was almost as crazy as the Superman Year One cover where Superman's arms go down to his knees. That's garbage. To his knees. 
they say. The writing itself, <laughs> to his knees, the writing itself was not great. And I just can't understand why wait 18 issues to reveal the background to a character, Red Cloud, who showed up in the first action comics and never seemed that First stupendous. action comics showed up in, in Man fact, of Steel. Yes. Actually, no. Yes, I, that's just Robinson good. Yeah, Red Hood, but kind of, or Red Cloud, it, it did kind of set it up, though. Red Cloud, or as some have seemed to call her Red Fart, has got to be that. one of the least interesting BMB, Brian Michael Bendis, characters who has been created uh, for over a year and a half to think of something good for her background. Oh, well, at least we still have comics like Batman and the Outsiders, where the art is killer, and the writing can be compelling, true. even where there's still a lot of talking, and that is true as well. Finally, Jim. Even though I have a bit of a gripe with you, I want to say that episode 50 of the pop show, the pop culture song, Milestone, was pretty damn funny. The art porn skit was worth the admission price of just $5 a month over at the Weird Science DC Patreon and was comforting to listen to as I drove to a friend's funeral, which that sucks. Maybe if you do more sexy skits like that one, you could present them as Tales from the Bedroom Bard, a sexier character than the ever so elusive Basement Dweller. Well, Cellar Dweller, he's, he's got the genital warts. Oh, I mean, my. He's a little upset. That's what we heard uh, later. I, when do we hear it? Do we hear it later? We might. Anyways, I just ruined it, Eric. Anyways, that's it for this week. Uh. I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. I can't keep things together. Sincerely, Alex M. Yeah, and when we were doing a little art house porn, you know, based on a Robert Pattinson we. quote, well, I'm saying me, it was based on something that me and Eric have brewing up down about. in the lab. I'm not a part of any we, of this. We end up we end up having something, Eric, brewing up in the lab. Uh, I just have to convince Eric to do this. I, I think that it can work out. It's one of those where I think it's like based on one of the most popular trends on podcasting and i think it really really could true crime gotcha. it, it really could that's right because it would be a crime if you would let me do it but you won't but still eric <laughs> there you go luke hollywood there was a hint eric did you hear it, did you hear my hint? Heard it. <laughs> luke hollywood what's up jim eric chris reggie and brandon thanks alex m even though you threw a lot of shade at me what's up jim eric Chris, Reggie, Brandon, Batman, Beyond, Spider-Man, 2099, Mandalorian, Mark, and everybody else in the Get Fresh. Boop, boop, boop. And he wants the Price is Right horn. And, of course, I always set things up Obviously. for that. Now this is pod racing. 261. I did it perfectly. This email would probably be better for the Marvel podcast. Yeah, really. Listen to <laughs> you there, buddy. Oh, my. Ah, uh, yes. This would be better for the Marvel podcast, but then I wouldn't be able to hear the dulcet tones of one Eric Shea. <gasps> so I just had to send it to this one. Here we go. Eric does not like to hear anything non-DC. Happy New Year to the GFC. <laughs> May it be filled with good comics, hopefully. <laughs> I forget to write in my hopes for 2020 for the best of 2019 show, but I'd say I'm cautiously optimistic for 5G. <laughs> I've always liked the idea of legacy heroes and passing on the torch. I just hope that DC sticks with the idea and doesn't go back to the status quo after six months. No, I think we get a year. I, and then back to status quo. I don't know. Maybe people will like it. Yeah. Eric. You think maybe people will be like surprised? Maybe. <laughs> no. No. I, I am always on Twitter. I see. I, when, when I sit there and go, how am I the most positive person here? <laughs> Something's wrong. I also hope that the great injustice of the century is corrected. And we finally get the release of Green Lantern Kyle Rayner Volume 3, I hear that. which would bring peace and joy across the world. 
and leak slip that the thing is even in the news i didn't put it in this week but dan didio did address the idea not of the Green Lantern Kyle Rayner Volume 3, because that, that ship has sailed a long time ago and is never stopping for shore leave to get any trim. Eric, the, he My said G. that Joe. these shore leave. <laughs> yes, you know, motocross. They end up with this uh, idea of these trades, and the trades took a huge hit last year. Now, you can't really sell something you cancel, so that might be in the deal. But they're also now almost like we uh, we reevaluated the trades last year. Now we're going to reevaluate the reevaluation. I I don't think we're ever seeing it. Look, I, I really I, don't. I don't know how the DC Universe like app works all around. I don't know if it's just a, like a North America thing or if it is a worldwide deal. But if you do get that, you can pretty much get all the Kyle Rayner you want. I've gone back and I read every single issue of Kyle Rayner's run on Green Lantern, Aaron. This is not a question of whether he can sit there under the tree and leak slip while sipping his lemonade and read the trade. What this is all about, it's all about him and pretty much honor and, and, and you know, glory that he wants. He wants Kyle Rayner to be recognized as, as important to get three volumes of a trade. It's not happening. There's only two people I know who like Kyle Rayner, and you're not one of them. Weird. I don't know. I'm getting angry. <laughs> I just said, yeah, I think that he just wants this as a matter of he deserves it. I, I, I think, think we all deserve probably, a Kyle Rayner volume three trade. I think he has probably all the, maybe. I, I don't. We all deserve I, a little bit more of Kyle Rayner in our lives. We do. Actually, that would be pretty cool, right? Pretty cool way to keep your pants up. That would be. Recently, I've had a. What's happening? uh, I don't know. Eric, I'm tired. I said, but I'm tired here. (laughs) What I'm doing is I'm distracted. I'm busy moving my mouse and the whole thing up and down. I keep losing my spot. Recently, I've been on a bit of a Star Wars kick after playing Fallen Jedi. Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really, Eric, let's think. What am I thinking of right now? That's a game that I wanted to play at one point. What am I thinking about right now? I have no idea. I was actually thinking of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Good. Because he started doing Star Wars, and I saw something earlier where people were talking about that. And I think that in an email coming up or something I read years ago, somebody wants more Kyle Rayner, Wally West. That's also what I was thinking of, and I'm getting all distracted. Uh, Over the holidays and listening to Jim's Mandalorian reviews, I don't post in the Star Wars channel much on Slack, but I did restart my Marvel Unlimited account to read the various Marvel Star Wars books. They're great. They're great. The Darth Vader book especially is really good. The art's fantastic, too. They brought the A-listers on these books, and the quality shows. Eric, is this a DC book? Are you you chiming in yet? This is the Star Wars books on the Marvel Unlimited app. I also picked up the new number one set after Empire Strikes Back by Charles Soule. And that was a lot of fun, too. Something that I reviewed on my own on the weekday spotlight edition of the Marvel show. Oh, wow. Those are the shows. Those are the shows that are the odd numbered shows. If if you're planning on checking those out. I'm a little bit uh, hit and miss with Soule. I'm reading this like that. It's not going to make sense. But he seems to be right on track here. I'm definitely enjoying them a lot more than most of the books in the stands. Save now, for the Marvel though, podcast, buddy. Even though there are still a few hidden gems out there, Eric. Like one Eric Shea. 
His mom said he was a hidden gem. It's a bummer that you have to resort to the back (laughs) issues to have fun these days. I think she did. But until DC gets her act together, that's just the way it's going to be. Rebirth feels like a million years ago right now. So I'm hoping 5G gets things a little more hopeful. I hope it's not called 5G by the end. We already had it in the Doomsday Clock. 5Gs? Or do you like OGs? You like like Ice T, well, the rapper? By 5G, or... do you mean do I get $5,000? Or am I talking yeah. about OGs that I have to deal you with over here? $5,000 or a bunch or of Or hang out with angry, a bunch of original gangsters. Angry old gangsters <laughs> five grand. That, that are going to shoot you for your five grand. Oh, God, you just five failed, five... Eric. It, it was a twist. <laughs> it was like you got punked. In the meantime, plenty of back issues. A manga to read. You like the manga? Huh? Are you a fan of the manga? I can't say I am. Isn't that that villain that lives on War World? Except for you guys on the review front lines, you've got it it tough. Roll on episode 300. I'm glad we decided never to go to that. What? P.S. Maybe 2020 will be the year Rent and Rave strike back. The world needs more. Bring it back. Billy, your boy. Not on your watch. It won't be on your watch. Exactly. It'll be on my watch. EXO. I'm trying to help you. EXO. Man of War. Eric, and we're going to. Move on. We have a bunch of mail. Luis is next, and he has a little update for you for possibly not Mr. Oz, Eric. We don't know what happened to Mr. Oz, but we're going to find out what happened to Dr. Oz. But I care way more about Mr. Oz. (laughs) Hello, Get Fresh crew. I hope everyone's year is off to a good start. My year is off to a great start. He's just rubbing it in now. What is this? Listen to him. He's like, I hope everybody had a good start because mine's great. You're bunching. That's it, Jim. Your life's in a shambles. Well, I'm doing great. Look, I like it. Your life's in shambles. They're like, what is he supposed to do? Not talk to you for the next five years? That's right. It never was good. So Dr. Oz's company hired me to do a massage event for them yesterday. Sexy. How many people got a happy ending? He got to meet the Oz. It all ended with a happy ending. Everybody was happy and went home. Uh, He got to meet the Oz and a famous DJ, some of you guys might know, Fat Man Scoop. Nope. I was hoping it was Marshmallow, but looking at this guy's, you know, middle section, it may have been, Eric. It's a mirror, Jim. (sighs) Ah. Really? Is that what happens? I read these near the in the bathroom, and that's what happens? Oh, man. I had an amazing time and made some connections. Hopefully, it pays off more in the future, and that's awesome. But hey, that is awesome. it is a good start. I'm almost I got to date. rub down some celebrities, that and they paid right. me for it. He Didn't did. do the restraining and order like they usual. Smiled, they smiled at me, and then I realized that I was just in an abandoned 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm almost up to date on behind two weeks. I haven't read anything this year, so not much to say. This is a trend here, and it's a disturbing trend for most people we talk to. I was going to give my list for the year under words, but I was so disappointed by 2019. Yet another trend I heard. I really didn't care to write it at all. So Me let's either. hope 2020 is better. Have a great week. See you on the sevens. And he hey, ended up saying that maybe uh, it doesn't need to be on the podcast. I'm like, no, no, you're in. And he sent pictures. I saw pictures of him with the doctor. I don't think he's supposed to be taking pictures and, during this whole and, thing. And him with the, you know, fat man scoop is what they say when I go to the Candy shop slash ice cream the candy parlor. Candy shop <laughs> slash ice cream parlor. I, I, they, they scoop. I, I'm so tired. I'm telling you, I, I'm going to fall asleep here. I'm having problems reading. We have one more for this section of, of mail. And that is from 
Niels, Eric. Niels, you know Niels. He's always up to something, right? He says name Niels, or is that just what he likes to do? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That hack is really, he just says what he wants. When you talk about your wife making goulash for all of you, and it didn't taste good, but she was so proud of herself, and you felt how it would feel like her if you disliked it. That is empathy, man. I think that I missed some of this, and you got it. He ended up saying at the beginning of this, and somehow I don't think I got Oh, actually, here it is. It's weird. I ended up putting his name in between. This is for you. You can read it in the podcast if you want, and maybe you feel like it doesn't need to be read on the podcast. He said about that, but also he said that I had talked about being a guy who does not have any feelings or empathy, and you can talk to Tanya. She will agree. She will tell you that the worst things can happen. I tend to come off like the level-headed person who wants to kind of work this out, but instead I'm just like, I really don't care. But sometimes I do. And then the waterworks, they start. But he says, uh, when I did say that she ended up making that goulash, and oh my God, it was awful. It was a Russian goulash that had cinnamon. Gross. Oh, it was nonsense. He says, that's empathy. And you've got it, a whole lot of it. Don't let anybody uh, or yourself tell you otherwise ever again. I've known many of your character traits for a while now, and I want to give you a mind experiment. Sometimes when people think they don't have empathy, it isn't that they can't feel empathy. It's often that they don't take their time to feel empathy because they are stressed, and I don't think they have the time or energy or the luxury of feeling their emotions. And that's when they block their emotions and that stays in their head. Now, he, he goes on a little and i will tell you one thing you neils he ended up listening and he does listen to the jim has issues with his wife podcast i i mentioned this last podcast for the people not on patreon just to let you know it uh at one point the last couple weeks i got pushed down the stairs and then i crawled up the stairs they did i went up the stairs to then get greeted by getting punched twice in the face then Tanya, and this is all by tanya tanya then ran off and went into the bedroom where we have a curtain that covers and then when i went through the curtain she was waiting there and punched me again in the face i did not get angry at this and wasn't angry three minutes later i did so how are you talking about i would i'm telling you yeah but that's the thing i really don't care i don't i'm like oh well and i just eh, eh, whatever whatever floats your boat activated yeah if you like it really yeah and if you feel empathy and just uh, as an aside i, I seem I to be a anger. punching bag a here. i seem to be a punching bag here because rafe even ended up punching me in the face a couple of times he didn't knock me down though and i kept <laughs> telling him uh which ended up like making him mother. do more and then tanya's yelling please just walk away i'm like i'm not doing anything i was just laughing at him and yeah, he's punching me all because I was defending Tanya because he said mean things about her. And then she turned on me like it always. And everybody was yelling at me. If you like uh, feeling empathy is important to you, the next time when someone tells you a story about an emotional event, you can take your time and really feel and don't think. Uh, that is true. I, I don't care about empathy, but just see how it makes you feel. And very important. Afterwards, you can thank yourself for feeling empathy. I do feel empathy at points, but I feel empathy for made up stuff. You know, like Damien dying. He even said someone missing so some upset. of this. If you give yourself the awareness that you feel empathy, it stays deeper and feels more true. Thanks, Jim. I know that you are a great and wonderful person. And that's when I start having fear. I start laughing. <laughs> I, the, the other day, Jay from Ken is like, I can tell you're a great father. I'm like, 
I think that things are getting a little skewed from up there in Canada. <laughs> I don't think you're seeing very well because I'm told what are you very different. About? I think he's just like you know telling you this so he has time to call social services without you letting you like letting on the whole thing. Oh, what he's doing? I'm not on guard now. <laughs> he's tricking me. But that's the end of the mail. Thanks everybody for the first section of mail. We're going to go off to a book and maybe some other things and then all that stuff. Eric, good. Yes, Eric, we're back, and there's no books of yours in the section. I know. I just, I, I like to hear the song, and I would have loved to have played it in the last section. Uh, that Should've. you had all the books. I'm a creature of habit, Eric. That's what You're I a creature am. Creature dumb. That's how I play it. I, I might be a, a creature of dumb, but we have a odd section here. I don't even how know. Odd so is odd. It? I don't even know what's going to be there. It's so odd that I don't. Uh, it's going to be at least one book, and it's a book that we both thought was going to be very important. We thought that it was going to be something that was going to set a blueprint. Just for like Gotham City Monsters, right? Exactly. And no, I am not talking about the Titans book that Eric had demanded that he had to it's review. The most important book in Rebirth, Jim. Because it was the most important book in Rebirth. It's not going to be that, but it is going to be Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. And I'm doing this because, Eric, when I said that I jumped over everything and I knocked stuff off my desk while we were in between yeah. segments, I ended up everything just closed out. He doesn't have I'm, much I'm of a vertical leap, so he had actually knocked over no, so many more things. I don't know what happened. It was very <laughs> odd. Uh, it, it reminds me today, Eric. I went and I got an Instapot, and I, I thought at first that was some sort of quick recipe for manship to make edibles, Eric. Oh, my! That's not right. a hot take. Right. That was just a joke. I've, I've, I've been sitting on that one for a while. Uh, yes, I did get an Instapot, though, and I've been making a lot of crazy items how crazy are they how crazy how about like last night i made chicken with cabbage and apples that's crazy eric that, yes. is that crazy it was crazy for me uh, i'm having some problems in the bathroom area in the house you know what they call the bathroom area having some problems eric but the powder room That'll figure it out. The powder room, indeed. I'm not one to eat a lot of vegetables, and I've upped the ante with that, and now my body's reacting. It's telling me that it doesn't like it. It's saying that it it wants burgers and fries. I I just love it, too. You had chicken. Friggin' was it? You yeah. said sauerkraut and apples. I, I don't no, like the not vegetables. Sauerkraut. What was it? Cabbage. Cabbage. Eric. I'm sorry. Cabbage, cabbage and apples. And so apples. like, cabbage. I don't like the vegetables. Like you just had some cabbage yeah. and apples. Calm cabbage, down, Eric. Cabbage can rip through you. I don't know if you realize that, but yeah, it did rip through me. But yeah, me and Logan, I finished my first week on the whole thirty diet, uh, and I want to kill everybody that I see right now. And me and so what's Logan, new? 
No, yeah, really. <laughs> nothing. Me and Logan ended up almost having two mistakes today because I ended up going and Uh-oh. ordering. I went one thing. I, I, I ended up almost making a mistake because I got, get this, Eric, a store-bought coffee. <gasps> I, I ended up there at the Yum Yums, as they say in town. And I went to order, and I'm used to ordering the same thing, but I haven't. And I ended up almost getting cream and sugar. In, how how you dare monster. I, Eric, Can you imagine Where do you get off thinking you could have cream I mean, and really, sugar? You're starting then, over, buddy. Then we were at Walmart getting the Instapot, and Logan went by, and they had And then they almost got me with the free samples. Free sample. Yeah, he did. He went to grab it. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I almost got it. Yep, it was Where's a that rock bar at? It was pretty funny because he almost did grab it, and he couldn't. We're going strong. He is now He's kidding. going there. You're, like, freaking out for Molina there and Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're, like, rubbing your fingers yeah. together as you're trying to reach for that cookie. Yeah. Well, he ended up saying to me today that he's very proud of himself, basically because he ended up uh, uh, doing like two minutes on the bike. I'm like, ah, these kids are proud really of themselves e- for nothing. You're really easy to impress, my friend. But we're going to get into the books. Like I said, we're talking Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy number five, written by Jody Hauser, art by Adriana Mello, Mark Morales, Hi-Fi, and Gabriella Downey. How much time do you spend Downey. on the bike? How much have I spent on the bike? Oh my. If, if I even started to tell you, Eric, all the tales that I would be telling you. Do we they, have they time? They would be tall tales, me? I bet. Do we, do we have time? The only thing tall on me, Eric, that's a joke. You know what? My I am friend. sticking with this one for a long time. The only thing tall about Jim is his tails. Oh my. Just the, the amount of time I'd have to go through to tell you about how much I've been on said bike. Uh, yeah. The, the thing it's is, gonna be a I'm clothes hanger soon. I, I'm gonna start using the bike then, Eric. Is then what when? I told them. Uh, you know, that day, <laughs> the day I start. No, I actually, I have a reason why. I bet. Uh, the reason why is How'd you basically, this? I'm cripplingly lazy. No, I. You have to adjust the bike, and Logan has been going on a lot, and he actually did say. Do you have to adjust the bike? I'm like, listen, Eric may make fun of how tall I am. You a munchkin. Uh, I'm gonna, so I haven't done it uh, only because of that. But I was going to plan on doing it like the first of the month. Like, did the Eric. bike come with phone books to sit on as well? Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to do it Monday. I haven't said what Monday, though, right? That's almost like the you working harder, hardly. It's like, like we have the pop culture podcast this Monday. I'm like, well, I couldn't yeah, ride I the bike. Can't, can't do it now. Nope. Next Monday it I'm is. I'm always busy. Always doing something, Eric. What are we talking about? Oh, yes, we are talking. Harley Quinn and Poison. I'm glad that Hack hasn't jumped in. Hack's still with us. I'm glad that he didn't jump in. Throwing a shade at me. Heck, do you have anything to say about this? Definitely, maybe by Oasis is a really strong first album. Eric, All that's right. a hot take. That's a hot take, Eric. Here we go. I gotta mix in these hot takes. I, I promised at the end that there was more <laughs> before, so there you go. There's two hot takes. There, Eric. I, I hit the quota. Oh, this podcast. What what are we doing here? What why Harley why Quinn, we Poison Ivy? Stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? I thought that you'd rather talk about me not using an exercise. I was just curious what's he sort of talking about, whether or not you actually got on it yet. No, I have not. I haven't even sat on it. Logan's waiting for those cushioned just pants. Listen here. I got an exercise bike and I got an Instapot. Boy, I've eaten so much recently. Oh, yes, I have. And really, I mean, it's the weirdest you thing. You bought of two like, new things. You the, haven't even looked at the one of them. Uh, no, the the... 
idea of going from like one meal that might be, like I said, I had chicken with cabbage and apples. I, I get that. Oh, I, ha- I can't, I can't go quick enough to put that stuff in a container so that I can put it away so I can start the next meal to try it out. And that one was riced cauliflower with uh, shrimp. Beef and broccoli. And I, just right away. And, and I actually had some broccoli in it. We ended up, that's what me and Logan called the whole 30 uh, shrimp fried rice or something, but it's not fried, Eric. So it didn't really make sense. What a name! We, we were, That's yeah, what we oh call shrimp and fried rice, it? but we say it's whole like thirty beforehand. I, I just, I just want to think that I'm like, and you know what we call it? Everybody's like, oh my! <laughs> Let's hear what he says. I call it uh, to, to shrimp and the rice is what I Got call a lot of creativity there. in the house. Take that, people! Take that! You know, take that to the bank, right? This is Podrace. Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, five. Man, this is kind of like the old days, Aaron, uh, when we would record up until 5 a.m. Because I never went to bed. Uh, it feels what, when you don't get to bed and you're talking to, you know, your your life partner at uh-huh. five. Uh, now it seems like it's like negative 30. Is that a time? Because that's what it feels like. It's really weird today. Say, what are you talking about? If I say it's like 730, that doesn't quite hit that I haven't gone to sleep in 40 some hours. So I'm saying it's negative 30 o'clock. It is. It is a problem. You want to go like go Jody something? Hauser. What's that? You want to go ghost hunting? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I, I don't know if I could do that because you have to be drunk. I don't drink, Eric. I'm sorry. You don't have I, I to don't do anything. Do, I don't go down that path. That's something that I don't do. Written by Jody Hauser. Art by, I already said these. Adriana Mello, Mark Morales, <laughs> High Five, and Gabriella Downey. The only reason is I realized I said Gabriella Downey. I like that name. I looked at this book as being important, quite like Eric in the Titans book. But I think Jody Hauser's focus on Harley over Ivy now. And the Floronic Man made it feel less so. However, this penultimate issue's cliffhanger has me excited to see Ivy's new status quo coming up. And boy, do I love that arts. I love that arts, here's. So do I. Uh, I think it looks great. And really, somebody better get a hold of the people at Marvel. She-Hulk has done arrived in this book because I love that she looks like She-Hulk Ivy. She really does, but I like the look. She I looks like great. Poison Ivy. You calm she down over there. She looks like She-Hulk and I don't care. You end up where I said in my blurb when you were talking, Sam, didn't we hear this before? Uh, I think that there was there's a problem here. It's supposed to be well, I don't know. Who knows what it's supposed to be, but coming out of Heroes in Crisis, they kind of, Tom King, he, he kind of ruined Poison Ivy a bit, but not even just ruined, just put her in a position that you don't know what's going on wally is getting all the attention it's all wally oh wally's a killer wally's on flash forward and then is he getting all the freaking, attention even no, his book is kind of just doing nothing no, I'm saying now he hasn't but after the whole heroes in crisis the big to do was oh wally 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 nobody was really yelling about ivy and when we did end up finding out about this book and it's saying you know, out of Heroes in Crisis, you find out Ivy's importance and what she's going to be and whatnot. Me and you were excited. Well, we might they even started setting stuff deal. up before yes. Heroes in Crisis, like in the Damage book and even in, yeah. you know, like everybody loves yeah, really. Ivy Arc and the stuff like that. Batman. The green that you've been wanting well, the all thing along. Is, and that's even what the, we like, have, the change of what exciting. she was, where you had the Caucasian-looking yeah. Poison Ivy that would then turn green as to that, like, the green would actually take her over I more. I don't see color, Eric. I'm oh, no. Sorry. Okay. Well, then you're really I, I missing the point of what's going on with Poison Ivy then because we're straight up green anymore. <laughs> is she? And it ain't uh, easy yeah. being green. No, it isn't. It it's isn't a song. easy. It's also not easy being so cheesy. You end up with Ivy and Harley in a book, and that's great. They, they're, you know, they're friends, BFS, more, whatever you want to go with. 
But and I do. as you go through, I know, as you go through <laughs> the series or mini series here, you, you end up because Harley's there. And unfortunately for Ivy, Harley's the seller. I mean, she has the, you know, she leads on the marquee. Which is funny to me. Harley's there. the seller. And I'm actually like, she's the secondary character to me. Like, I'm not she buying is. this book for Harley Quinn. I'm but actually, I want to know what's is, going on with her. Like, I Poison think Ivy. That, that's what you have Jodie Hauser do. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to do this Ivy book. This is going to be great. I'm going to reinvent her a little. I'm going to sell. But you're going to have somebody chirping in her ear saying, maybe giving her chirpy, saying, Harley is the seller. You can't have a book with her in it without having a couple Harley issues. You need to go Harley on some of these. And when you ended up doing that, especially the dinosaur park issue, Awful. it really threw ended you out of this up, whole thing. Yeah. It ended up making it like, well, well it's just I a don't goofy need to time where Harley's saying she's a superhero yeah, now. Here's, here's what happened because we are, me and you are talking about this since the first time, I think, since issue one. Yeah, I think so. And, maybe. I talked about it a bit by myself and things like that. But when I ended up telling you and I explained that issue and then you went and read it, but I'm explaining that issue and you're like, oh, well, just tell me what happens at the end of six. <laughs> and I think that that's what most people were doing then, though. I say that, Eric, this book is selling amazingly well. Really? I, we'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see I how it does it. this number five. It, it was one of those that it ended up, you know, really in the like 115 for the first issue. But then and that's. Ridiculous. That's amazing for a miniseries like that. Ridiculous. Then it went down, but it's still higher than a lot of things. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's like Poor 45 or something like that. I know. But so it, it's one of those where you can't really complain about how they're doing it because it is working. Uh, but me and you, I'm just being selfish, saying I want it more Ivy. I want it full out Ivy. And usually well, that's in where this, the mystery if you go lies. and think, yes. And if you think about all the badass moments throughout this whole series and what you want out of it, they're all Ivy. They really are. Harley is there as the comedy relief, but at point and not only that, just the idea like the focus. you want more Ivy, but you also want more Floronic Man, Veronic who is Man. the big yeah. bad of this whole like miniseries. At this point, and, it's, and he's been it's a weird deal. He's been gone this entire yeah. time ever since that he's first issue, for like except for little like Gollum monsters he's created to go after them. Yeah. Which I'm not even sure is him by the end of this issue anymore. Yeah, actually, going after we're them. gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. And so when you have. A real huge thing, especially for Ivy going on in the Floronic Man. I mean, they're going to kind of battle and see what's going on. Avatar Who's this the Avatar and all that. for the Parliament yeah. of Flowers, Jim. But then you have to throw in Harley. And all Harley has, because she has no, you know, she has no horse in that race. She ends up only as Ivy's friend. She doesn't really care or know about Floronic Man, only that he's after them and has caused them problems. So you end up with Ivy kind of going with the thing, well, I have a headache and I got to do this. You know, you had that when she cuts off her arm, does all these things that are big moments in this. You end up having to have the punchline then after with Harley. Holy camoly, you're armless. You want arm bandit. You know, whatever <laughs> she would say. And it throws me out every time. This issue isn't as bad, but you still have the deal where you end up having Batwoman show up. We need Floronic Man. That well, that's the, the big thing, thing, that thing I think too, is because the, the huge thing in the series that we haven't gotten enough. Well, that's the of. thing. Is really we're spending the entire more. series pretty much on the run to try to stay away from Floronic Man, and now finally, after now like last issue, now it's taking the fight to him, yeah. where they find out that in Manhattan, a bunch of trees have overtaken Central Park and even the bridge and stuff like that. So now they know, okay, it's got to be Floronic Man. We're going to go to Manhattan. We're going to take this guy out finally, and that's where we have Batwoman coming with her. It's great because you got a bunch of trees overtaking a city, and you have Pamela Isley there. 
you're going to think that maybe Poison Ivy's the one behind it. So you you get that classic kind of thing where you have the fight before you have the team up for the, like, you know, friends yeah. becoming like this oh, yeah. whole thing. And it's weird, too, because you end up and it even seems, again, in my mind, if I'm reading this and trying to kind of, you know, kind of see a little bit beyond the, the issue and behind the scenes or whatever, Jody Hauser is not fully invested in a lot of these fights. It seems like, you know, oh, I have to get Batwoman. Okay, she shows up. Oh, man, you know, we're being attacked in uh, Manhattan by all these trees. It must be you. No, it isn't. All right. <laughs> you know, you have a little fight and then they get on for a little bit. For then her to leave, and I don't know why she was in this issue. It was nice enough to well, see her. I like seeing that because, like, they get to where we're going to go in this whole thing across it's like the another bridge. Thing though, to to get Harley something. But we have we have Poison Ivy. Then you know, create almost like a weed whacker of like you yeah. know, not I say weed whacker. It's just a, a giant bladed like plant thing yeah. to cut through all these things. And I don't know if it was supposed to be a bigger deal with her, like you know, actually killing these plants. Killing so plants. against her whole thing because she has to get through quick. this. But yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, it's like oh, like a one line to like to get rid of this because okay. We discussed it now. We can move on. But I don't know if it was supposed to be a bigger moment or the idea that this isn't the poison ivy that we think we're dealing with because she would do something like that. Yeah. It's just an odd situation to have that it's we just, just kind of it's go weird, in though. and then quickly leave. Yeah. Like you're saying, if this was a thing where, you know, the ivy that came back that we're seeing isn't the real ivy and the other one, that but the other one seems mean. And this ivy who's cutting plants, who says, you know, I, I don't really like to do this, but sometimes you have no other choice as she's doing it. She's even apologizing in the green to the yeah. plant. So I would not think that it is something. I, I think that this is supposed to be upping the ante, almost like look at what you're making her do. Floronic man to even get to you. This is bull crap. And you know, you get mad, but like you said, it, it does go a little too quick. It, it goes by too quick. I think some people might miss it. Now, one of the funniest things I saw this week was I went, and, you know, we always read other reviews and things like that. And when I went one review, they really are telling people that the idea that this is happening in Manhattan has to do with Doomsday Clock. I'm like, really? <laughs> you you really think that they're mentioning Manhattan and you're going to tie that in? It is a city, in? everybody. Please. You just not yes, to say it as, yes, you know. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, there is a New York City and Manhattan. They're all there. Uh, but yeah, they go in and I'm like stop looking at these people's stuff. Batwoman, I, I, it makes me laugh, Erica. You know, you end up, Batwoman shows up and like I said, like, oh man, you're attacking, you're attacking. It happens later where a lady slaps, you know, poison ivy in the face. Um, but well, no, that, that I think says, works for the whole thing too, because you, you have the idea where you have poison ivy saving these people from these plant golems that you, you believe it's the pharaonic yeah. man until the end when you find out there is another ivy who yeah. actually yeah. is behind this whole thing. So this woman slaps yeah. ivy, feels really weird until them. Yeah. Okay, it played out yeah, by the end. Yeah, because she yells, it's you. But it is played out. But I'm just saying with the idea of, You're you know, out. everybody thinks, yeah, really, so are you, buddy. <laughs> like my underwear. Ew. You end up, I don't wear underwear. Ew. So she shows up and then they have a heat signature deal where they can find humans. It's only there to set up so they can find these hostages. So then Batwoman can say, all right, I'm going to help the hostages. You'll go off through this whole point, though. That is the... You know, the thing that Harley has is to talk to Batwoman about what it's like to be a hero. It does kind of give you a little bit of a scratch, Eric, a little itch of what it was <laughs> when you did have here? the original. It's an itchy scratchy okay. is what it is right. of that Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor story of Power Girl and Harley. Yeah. Not the miniseries, no, Eric. No, absolutely the not. Actual Never that. stories before that, which was great, where you do see a Harley who does want to be a hero, but you don't have enough room to have 
Jokey Harley be the comedy relief. Also, Floronic Man and Ivy. And it's kind of a shame because I think that this book, because it's doing this stuff from Heroes in Crisis, it has a job to do and I want it to do it. I wouldn't mind if we ended up having a Harley Ivy, another miniseries down the line, because I don't think that this is bad. I love seeing them together. But at this point, I want to know what's going on with Ivy. And after a couple of the issues that focused on Harley, this one I was kind of like, okay, you're going to do this thing where they're just trying to get to Floronic Man. We need to have Floronic Man in here. We don't need to have him. And then at the end, the twist, then I'm like, okay, Holy. that's good. That That is good. And let's see what goes on. But yeah, it's almost like an me. issue too late. And I know that you want to get that fifth issue to, to kick butt into and the cliffhanger to kick butt. But it, it did fall in up till this point. It fell into that trap of these miniseries that we always say, you know, the, the third issue, you kind of have something big happen then you have the fourth issue nothing then the fifth kind of leads and you get and it is playing the game uh i would have liked more floronic man throughout this whole series but this issue by the end the end really well that's one of those things because, too or the idea that we wanted the floronic man because the war of the yeah. green is something we thought this was going to be all leading towards but by the end here we have poison ivy realized who's ever behind this she runs off and finds a, a giant yeah, rose opens and, and she comes rose. face to face with herself with herself and the idea poison like ivy. This whole time, maybe the Floronic Man was only there for that first issue, and everything maybe. after that is this other thing. Like, seems- you know, maybe Poison Ivy, when she was brought back after Heroes in Crisis, we always thought she was a special, like, you know, unique flower. Maybe yeah. she's a weed, and there's a and, bunch and of maybe. Poison Ivies all over the place. And again, though, this is like, in my mind, you know, all of a sudden we're going to have the infected poison. Like, this seems like a mad Poison Ivy, a, a bad, you know, evil type deal, more like just the, you're not leaving, not now and not ever. So it does seem like, oh, I, I wonder what this is going to do. And it gets me excited. And I like the, this the Poison is, Ivy better than the one that we have normally because I don't like the new like, costume that Poison Ivy has for the series. I, I like the look of this costume. So this new end. one, yeah. It's, it's almost like, like an enchantress type of Ivy. I mean, it looks really cool. She looks like she might have two rapiers. Well, it's even weird too because it I, looks like the way that the, like, the leaves are coming up for the back. It's almost like dragonfly wings, but yeah, they're like they're like thin it. leaves. Yeah, dragonfly. Isn't that a plant? <laughs> uh, you end up, though, with Harley shouldn't have been there. Even even Poi- Ivy says, you know, get out of here. Get out. No, 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 I'm not leaving. No, you're not. And she comes out of that rose, which does tie in pretty well with the whole deal heroes and crisis and all that stuff uh you know symbolically with the rose and stuff like that so i kind of did like that and but i really like the end and it does but it's it's a weird thing well the end's the best part we pretty much just had an issue where we're going through a bridge with batwoman fighting off plant monsters that for some reason do look like the floronic man like they're golems like that even though it's poison i mean so i'm like i don't know what we're playing with yet but for the most part this issue while i do enjoy it it was a big fight scene to go down a bridge and have batwoman involved for no real reason yeah, for no real reason. And that's when you get to the end, that's why I'm like, oh, that that's great. You know, we're going to go forward. And why do we waste so much time? And not even just this issue, but if you're if you're not going to have Floronic Man be actually the big bad and all these things with it, which I think he's still going to get involved. But you ended up with, oh, he's chasing us. Let's get away. Oh, we'll take it to him only to just waste two or three issues. And that's a shame. I still didn't mind them. This isn't a bad little mini series. It just could have been a lot better, I think. Uh, but this issue, I'm going to give a 6.5 i love the art i really like the art a lot i might i'm going to go six seven you know all that i'm I'm jumping up there eric to a six seven because the art is so good but it's all cliffhanger and at the end the cliffhanger some of the story is not real right there so i'm going to go down to a six five what you were talking about before 
Oh my, I wonder what Hack's gonna say. Hack? I heard that the cellar dweller has genital warts. That's not nice. That's not a score. Why, why would he say that? Eric, I, I don't know why. Okay, really, the score. Come on. Baltimore is a real crap city once you get away from the inner harbor. It's true. That's, that's just an observation, Eric. That's, that's a flash <laughs> that's, fact right there. Just a poor, a flat out hack fact. Really? Uh, here. It's the perfect combination of story and art. There you go. All right. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. But we're going to go off to something right now. And uh, I think that hack, Eric, I think he might be going away. I think he has some other engagements. I, I hear he may be working a bar mitzvah later. Weird. He's working the bar mitzvah crowd. You, you better keep it down with your nonsense, right? Okay? It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. There he goes, Eric. He, he's just, he can't stop. He reviews everything. He can't stop uh, the hacks. Uh, he cannot, but we'll be back in a sec. Yo, it's mail call. Ah, yes, it's still Mel with Eric. Everybody throwing shade. Really? Here we go with Mark Jager. Yeah, Mark Jager starts off with, hi, Eric and his work associate. (laughs) What's up, Mark? Oh, my. It's been a rough week for me and my family. Sorry to hear that. But it has helped a lot to have your podcast to laugh along with during the week. Are you laughing at us or with us? And in a minute, I'm going to go and strangle my son who's screaming downstairs for no, no apparent reason except that. that he's playing. He's playing Madden, you know, the most important thing ever. And if I went down, he'd say, yeah, well, comics. That's all he'd say. And you know and what? I'd he like, has a point. And I'd turn around just like Charlie Brown. <laughs> the music would start. Good I'd grief. Back upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the football being pulled out. Um, I just like Linus always did, Eric, right? Right, Linus? I, I just wanted you to unmute the mic, just to yell that it wasn't. It, uh, obviously, it was Sally. We had to euthanize our cat of 17 oh, years, sucks. which was a huge loss. My nephew in the army was deployed to Kuwait. That, that sucks as well. I said that some people's families had a little more trouble going on with what is going on in the world than ours. And to get the news of Neil Pert's death yesterday makes me wonder what 2020 is going to be bringing us in the remaining 50 weeks of the year. And I will tell you, I am not a huge Rush oh, fan. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot. I really, and say, maybe I have empathy, but I really felt sad that that Neil Peart died because the stuff that I'd seen with him, and I had recently watched a documentary and realized, because I said to you and I was talking all about it, I realized that those documentaries are cool for fans, but they also are really great to show people and how great a person some people are so that you start to get involved i'm more of a rush people fan than a music and uh and getting me i love i think he's a gem yeah i'm a rush people man but neil pert included they seem like really nice guys uh and so when i heard that he died it actually did make me more sad then it probably should have also probably making me realize that, uh, you know, my time is coming soon as well, because I don't know if you know about this, that movie 1917, Eric, that, that's just about my the guy was almost year, 20 Eric. years older than you. Calm down. Yeah, yes. 
And yes, he had brain he cancer. Wink, wink. Yes, he did. He always wore those toques, and uh, it always <sighs> led toques. to a rumor. Yeah, it always led to a rumor that he ended up uh, having brain cancer. And then that was like, no, 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 that's just a rumor. That's just a just rumor. a pretty cool way to keep it your head warm. Was, it wasn't a rumor. It ended up being it. And, and so when stuff happens, you know, out there and, and stuff's going on, like, oh, uh, stuff. you know, you have – Horror directors end up dying, and, and one Eric Shea, he becomes the voice of a generation. He gets on Twitter with such things as, you know, you gave us nightmares and dreams. One of the, if not the most classic of tweets ever. R.I.P. Wes Craven. I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to grab onto that Eric Shea Not even you're going to go to Toby Hooper something. with the Saw is silent? The song like is one. silent. Yes. So I ended up sending Eric. Now I'm I don't I don't have the set of balls that <laughs> Eric has to put this nonsense out there and then have me again, if you want to prove I have empathy, me looking there and going, Poor Eric. Nobody is touching this. I better read let's get this ball rolling, which he had already done twice. <laughs> but I ended up I ended up trying to get it. So since the classic and the, the saw has gone silent. Not Sadly, your best work, Eric. The saw has gone silent. <laughs> Not your best uh. work, I'll tell you. So I sent you three. They got better as it went. I was just saying because the first oh, the, one. The last one's best. The first one is a little bit of a deep cut. And Don't I only like sent it. it to you. I was only going to. I only sent that to you. I wasn't going to continue because of the fact it's the only song that me and you ever listened to of Rush, which was the trees. And so I put the trouble in the forest has now died down. That made no sense. That didn't hit. So I ended up, wait a second. I heard a rumor once Neil Pert's a pretty good drummer. So let's go drumming. So like you had your in, my in was the drumming. So the next one was God has snared a great one today. That's okay. I'm getting there. But, the, the, the next finale one. is where it's at. This is what I should tweet right now, and I may. It's a little late, but I put, you were truly a symbol of greatness. <laughs> Boom, Eric. I did it. I did it like you. Symbol spelled like I, the drum symbol. You get it? <laughs> Do you get it? It's like a double entendre. No, it isn't. It's not sexy either. But yeah, I, I spent like two seconds. I'm sending you things giggling. To myself, realizing I am making fun of something that a lot of people are, are being hurt by. And uh, I ended up seeing a guy with a Rush shirt on today at Walmart when we were getting our Instapot. And I ended up saying, hey, sad about Neil Pert. And he's Don't like, right talk on, to brother. people. That's a lie, Eric. I'd never say that. But in my head, I thought this and said to Logan, that guy's tale. wearing a Rush shirt. I, <laughs> I said to Logan, hey, uh, that guy's wearing a Rush shirt because Did he say who's the Rush? drummer died. Yeah, he he could care less. He really said, "I I think he said I don't care," is what the thing is. And I and I shut have up, to, Daddy. I'm, I'm treading on eggshells with him. Uh, he is not very nice to me normally. Me and him are brothers in arms now with this whole thirty. He's doing it as well, and we end up we're buying all this equipment and stuff together because he ended up buying the bike. I didn't, and so we are getting along better than we ever have. And of course, in this house, that piss, pisses off Tanya to all end, and she's so aggravated that Logan's nice to me now because that means that he doesn't love her, Eric. That's what yeah, that makes means. sense. So, uh, Mark continues. I'm at least happy that I can count on weird science to take my mind off of things for a while. Symbol of great. The saw is uh, silent. Eric, 
<laughs> so yeah, that's terrible. That's really bad. What would you do right now if Wes Craven died? <laughs> That's a joke for a little while with the best nonsense I could ask for. What will you say no, when Stephen King dies? Will you say, I guess heaven just got it? Would you say that? No, something I'd have like to think that? about it. This is something I have to – I'm always going to prepare now for when someone dies this? so I can have the how perfect this, eulogy Sarah? tweet. Stephen, Stephen King, the eulogy tweet, I'm going to miss you a Salem's lot. Is that good? You're That's a monster. Good, right? That's pretty good. I think, oh, there we go, screaming. I'm telling you. He probably I, heard you joke. Tonight. No, no. It's, it's a, I don't know. I, I also like the weird science after dark turn that has been taken with stories from the adventures of Niels spelling and manship spelling. You spelled manship wrong. You got Niels a little wrong. That's why we ended up having so uh, hard a time knowing how to pronounce it. Hey, us old married guys have to live vicariously through somebody, right? I have to admit, I would never do such crazy things, uh-uh. even if I was thrust in those situations. Thrust. Maybe, like what, get faded? Even when I was in the jungles of Guatemala, where people lick psychoactive toads, I had the opportunity. The craziest thing I did was having to find feminine products for my wife. I don't know Spanish, but when I found a place where I figured I might have luck finding what I was looking for, I said Kotex, and it was obvious by the response that they were teasing me and asking it was for me. (laughs) And like, oh, look at this guy. You know, saying certain words. And like, this really? guy, you better watch words. it. Kotex has been known to give toxic shock, fella. Watch out. Oh, yeah? You know, to try to. Yeah, that's what they were saying. He's like, tell him whatever. Right? He's going with the Spanish. I do not mind at happening. all because I got what I came for. Oh, my. <laughs> he is getting sexy. I also got to visit Tico. You you mean Tickle? What's going on with that cat? Iron's cat? What are we doing? The Mayan ruins where they filmed the exterior shots of the Rebel base on Yavin 4 in Star Wars New Hope. What I like to call a pretty pretty groovy movie there. (laughs) Yep, that is my brag about how much I love Star Wars. Oh, he was at where they had Yavin 4. I wonder if he was pretending to kind of like track a ship. (laughs) That would be cool. Little (laughs) did I know that it was easier to do than to find good coffee in the outer rim of Quakertown. That that is is true. true. It is. But he should have just went to Wallace. It's just because of all the, like, arsenic in the water. Yeah, that's true. It's not as bad as the water. I I can't. The other day I ended up having to make – we went right before the Whole30. I was eating some oatmeal. And you end up using the work water in the oatmeal. Holy moly. I, that is the worst. It's not even, it's beyond sulfur. I don't know what beyond sulfur is, but it's that. Brimstone. I guess it, oh, it's, it's awful. Shale is what it is. I guess that's what I get for not wanting to try out the coffee at the Quickie Mart chain that is named after the sound a trumpet makes when you move the mute around. Like that. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I no what are you always talking about? There you go. My family and I have been watching all of Seinfeld again. Nice. And one of the great things about that show is how many great stories they would cram into every episode. That's the problem. That's what Hack was watching there. My memory of the Bizarro Jerry episode, it took more than one episode to tell, but in reality, it was in only one episode, and it was the third story of that episode. Listen up, Bendis. You're an old man. Don't you remember when you could buy a comic book and it told a story in one book and it was worth reading? That's the problem. He wasn't watching Seinfeld. He was watching Gilmore Girls. (laughs) It's obvious. Friends. Still, I like both of those. I like Friends a little more than Gilmore Girls. I'm not going to watch Friends. Gilmore Girls is my thing. 
And and here's the thing. I will I will admit to you, if this makes sense, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to run this by Here you. We go. Is it possible that I don't like Gilmore Girls because at one point before I watched it, Tanya told me it was the best show ever. Is it possible then that I would revolt against that and say I don't like it just because yes. she said it was the best? Exactly. That's what happened. I have lost a lot of interest. Hear real good in things DC about that Shawshank Redemption, Jim. Yeah, yeah, it's too long. I have lost a lot of interest in reading DC lately. Me too. I'm telling you, in a podcast that pretty much hinges on people reading the books, this is really, you know, trouble. Trouble. It's the death bell. But on the bright side, it has given me the opportunity to open up DC Universe and read all of the Red Hood and the Outlaws from the beginning of the New 52. Why is it everybody's going to Red Hood and the Outlaws? Which is right in the sweet spot of stuff I enjoy reading in comic books. You know, like things like Star Power, Superpower of somehow keeping her costume on. Wink, wink. I do. Yeah, some people are going back to that and really flipping out. Because the idea They've been of like doing that she, for a couple of years now. I know, but it seems to have gotten more of a push now that oh, you have no, the DC Universe staff. I've seen has a some skimpy things. costume. Go back and look in the eighties. No, I'm more talking about the idea of what she ends up having sex with five guys, but forgets because that's just part of no, her no, DNA. Later on, they go and that talk that about seems, it. I house. know, yeah. but people are starting to get upset about it. Then, well, in the that. meantime, are getting upset about something. Listen to this. In the meantime, the same people are like, yeah. I know. I'd rather deal with the DCYOU Starfire miniseries of her own, which was awesome, which uh. I hate. It wasn't. December did have a great week where Doomsday Clock, Shazam, and Teen Titans came out in the same week. But that also means December was the month where my LCS pull list pretty much ended with the end of the Doomsday Clock, since I'm now all digital. December has also a great take month. Take that, LCS. Not just because Tom Buy King. Yeah, take, take that, bricks and mortars. <laughs> Tom King finally left Batman, but because we can also celebrate the birth of the treasured child whose father conceived him and left him so that child could spread his Daddy? love and wisdom to the true believers, there is is only one great being who I will make the donation of the human fund every Christmas for, and it is America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. That is true. His dad did leave him. I, I never Shut even up. thought of that, Shut Eric. Is, is that true? Let me I'm see. Is that enough. Let me see if it's true. Yes, it is. He says, I hope that's a hint, Eric. Yeah. A hint. I hope you have a great week, you guys. And that is the Coffee Hunter. We're going to move on to Dalton, who says, What's up, Jim Eric and the GFC? <laughs> well, it's the second week of comics in 2020, and DC is really marching into the new year like a wet fart. Ooh. I had a pretty small pull list this week. I DC wish has I the did, Eric. Better. Oh, wait. I, I was talking about late night. Only in my pull list, Eric. You get that? That's it. <laughs> it says pull it, pull it, and pull it. There's my pull list. It's a really easy one to check off. Two of them, check off, Eric. What the hell am I doing here? Two of them I enjoyed well enough. And the other know. two left me wondering. I am scattered. I, I am telling you, you told me it was windy outside. In my head, it's windy right now. I, I can't even make heads or tails, and I don't even have a coin. While well, the hell I'm still reading that. Crap. Any guesses on which books I liked and which I didn't? Spoiler, I liked the Batman books. I think he liked Batman and Batman and the Outsiders. Of course, the two books that were on the Patreon spotlight. I initially wondered if I enjoyed Batman 86 because it was good or because it just wasn't Tom King. After a second read, I decided it was somewhere in the middle. And I did say that was something that I was worried that a lot of people would have. And I wanted people to, to stress the deal. Don't just like the book so that you can kind of stick it to Tom King because you're not Aha, sticking it to that, Tom, Tom King. King. Or don't like Tynan because you want to defend Tom King and stick Aha, it to Tynan. Take that, Tynan. You, you, know, you know who wins there? 
none of us. And that is something that you can take to the bank, Eric. Tony S. Daniel is a great artist, no. so no problem. I'm trying to work up some He is a great artist, right? Here. I don't mind, but I've always found James Tyne to be a bit wordy. Narration, Eric. His characters tend to say just a little too much in their monologues, go on just a little too long. It's not horrible, but it's always been a pet peeve of mine when it comes to him. I know I somebody that. else has that pet peeve. I, I said to you, I saw uh, the comicbook.com, Nicole Drum. She, she ends up doing the review and's like, I don't know about this narration that's shown up. I'm show up. That narration's moved in. That narration has been living on the sofa for the last month, you know, year and a half. And like a background book, it's the villain. The whole idea of Bruce building a better Gotham is long running one that is kind of getting old. I agree with that. He's always talking about doing something more or greater, making his parents proud or now making Alfred proud is what the angle was there. It's all right. But now that I am reading, that's not what I'm reading Batman for. I just want to see him kick some ass but no luck this issue. We skipped the big fight scene with Deathstroke. I'm pretty sure that's when writing Cheshire's intro scene, Tynan just Googled most venomous animals because she sounded like a copy and paste from the <laughs> Wikipedia page. And then she walks into the secret assassin meeting that's and within seconds of arriving, asks where the boss is, to which the boss walks in and responds. He was delayed cleaning up her mess. Her mess that happened maybe no more than a minute or two earlier. We progression in those two pages. Batman and the Outsider was decent enough, not great, which uh, we've been dealing with a lot of emotional character moments in the run, and I'm ready for some action. Uh, I want something more out of that book than self-doubt and anger management issues. Hey, art is great. What are we talking about? Batman the Outsider is a Jim's marriage. This is it. Really? That makes me sad. (laughs) I thought you you were going to say, like, are we talking about Jim's gripes too? But now you're talking about the marriage. No, I made it personal. And this time, it's personal. Self-doubt. Why did I get myself in this position? Anger (laughs) Anger management management issues. issues. I'm going to punch you in the face. That makes sense. I'm really bored with Hawkman. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Uh, Every issue I read seems to (laughs) – Hawkman? Every issue I read seems to not do much and just kind of meanders, yet the story is somehow moving forward. It's not very interesting to me, yet I keep reading it. I must be a glutton for punishment. It's not the worst book. I mean, it really isn't. There's a lot this of other This is a 2018 book of the year. Yes, no, it no, I'm was. sorry, 2019 book. No, no, it was yeah, 18. Really. So, yeah. Here's the deal. Every year, Eric, especially because I'm still reading anything but Bendis. By Bendis, Superman action comics may not be great, but Young Justice is a sick joke. Dialogue is worse than bad. It's disjointed and hard to follow. And some crap straight up doesn't make sense. One line is, I can't believe Superman and Batman put her in charge of watching whatever that portal where bad stuff keeps happening. What? I can only guess he messed up on that line, but the rest of the writing is so my know that's word. (laughs) It got me so angry. Mind-numbingly dumb at points that I don't want to give him that much credit. I have so many specific problems with just that issue, let alone the last 11 issues that I won't even waste anyone's time. A year of storytelling, people. I know. And the whole Wonder Comics activate story he's doing next is just a self-indulgent masturbatory move. deactivate Wonder Comics? He even got a Dial H Spider-Man in there for good measure, which I saw people online. Oh, man, you did it. You're doing it, Brian. <laughs> I just hope he brought enough Kleenex. Well, uh, while current day DC continues to flounder, Eric, it's a trend. Under the creative direction of Dan DiDio, Scott Snyder, and Brian Michael Bendis, I've decided to go back and experience a new 52 for the first time. This is everybody is doing this. I love and that I, DC universe the, app. The best, too, is like not one person has mentioned 
And then I went and listened to your reviews on the New 52 review. Yay, guys. You know, they don't <laughs> Yay! I previously read a couple <laughs> things here and there, like Court of the Owls and the first Just League trade and the Dark Side War. And, and another roundabout deal of this, too, is that every time we'd put out a New 52 review, I'm like, oh, man, they're going to go read this. They're going to read. Oh, yeah, we're doing we're doing the God's work here, Eric. But I'm starting at the beginning and going week to week, reading a ton of books, not all of them since there is a ridiculous amount sure oh we know i i'm telling you one time and i was going to mention this episode i'm glad he brought that up uh talking about that people keep saying oh man uh you you guys you can't have the 13 hour podcast anymore because you're too lazy this and that whatever they say yes. i hear them I, mean, I hear them whispering uh the you're thing insane. was i went back because there was this guy no who was talking. talking about our podcast and did say that they oh can you come on our podcast at some point and i'm like ah yeah maybe eric will which I know he won't. That's kind of how I push him away. Yeah. No, I said, yeah, that makes might be. sense. And the guy said, listen, though, I, I, you got to tell me a day and, and, you know, set some time away because sometimes we get crazy. Get this. We go an hour and a half. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, really? An hour and a half. And I thought to myself, man, that's like in the old day. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real <laughs> jerk. No, I said, oh, that's fine. We, we've had some that are like 12, 13 hours. And he basically called me a, a straight up liar. He said I was well, telling tall tales. He knows you, but tales. just not about this. He said I'm telling the tall tales. So I went to look it up and get a screenshot because I'm <laughs> not going to let that it. lie. Yeah, really. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm going on to iTunes. I'm going down. I finally find one, and it was like a 12 hour, 50 minute deal. So just doing that though, I wanted to check. We did 21 books. That that podcast. There aren't twenty one books a week anymore. That's why. I think Take we had that. the seventeen the other week. I think it was the eighteenth of December. That was the worst. Yeah. Take that whisperer. <laughs> but I, I grabbed the all the major characters titles and a couple of others as recommended by the GFC in the <laughs> Slack chat a few days ago. So I've just enjoyed everything that I've read. So he's in. My goal is to start listening to the very beginning of the podcast when I get to that point of the reading. Never a mention of the new 52 <laughs> review. I've never heard the original episodes uh, for yeah. a lot of the great sound bites, like the time you guys talked about where Jess keeps her dildo 50. and segregation Reggie, 100. So yeah. I'm looking forward you to that. You got a large that. gap between. Yeah, you do. You, <laughs> got, the only thing. you got episode 50 and episode 100 to get to there. There are some, there are some uh, pretty funny things i would like to say eric the i'm Duke not going and yes that's that's the only thing i was saying that's the only other thing <laughs> that's it and, and maybe like the introduction of a wrong turn stuff yeah, like that male that robot, male robot. uh shut up my shows are on that yeah. laugh have a good week so guys try, <laughs> Jim, try not to get pushed down the stairs by tanya again i'm worried about you see you in seven and that is Dalton. And thanks, Dalton. Thank you, and Dalton. the last email of the night is from Ray Ray. And up, Ray, Ray Ray says, I just wanted to pop in and let you guys know I have been around. Cool. I, and how he's been. I have been working on a children's book that will be released this year. And that's awesome. Uh, in between, that means something I awesome. can read. Right? Yeah. yeah. In between working on that, I've been working full time and spending time with Stormy and our daughter, which is awesome as well. I listen to the podcast during work and have loved all the Patreon content. Please keep it up, guys. He said he popped in and to keep it up. This is getting sexy. Not- I don't buy comics weekly anymore. Me either. Here we go again. I buy them very weekly. I don't. So I usually listen to what you guys have to say about them and decide if I will pick them up on trade. I did buy two trades recently, Deceased and Spider-Man Life Story. I've been reading Life Story first, and I'm really enjoying the art and story so far. 
it gets really miserable. Jay from Canada ended up getting it for Christmas. Same for the Marvel podcast, I, I right, think right? I had to tell him to not jump out the window. <laughs> Listen to you, sure. And it's a six stormy on him. She'll get him. Uh, but yeah, it gets a little depressing. And if, if people don't know, because we are a DC podcast here, Spider-Man Life Story is going from the beginning of Spider-Man and then continuing in a real time, you know, progression in a real world. Oh. There you go. Mm. It gets, it gets. Ah, that's interesting. Hey, Brandon drinking there? <laughs> What's going on? Non-comic stuff. The Mandalorian is awesome. I can't sure wait for is. season two. On Apple TV Plus, the morning show is engaging and fun. But my favorite TV show of 2019 was Watchmen on HBO. Yeah, they're being really good. Yeah, I love, yeah, I say that. I didn't see it, but I, I, don't, did. Have, I don't have the HBOs like you. Yeah. Wink, wink. I love the writing, the story, the different take on the universe. I'm hoping for season two. I also bought Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for PS4. Jim, I think you would love the game. I'm liking it so far. I would like it. I, I'm I mean, sure. I don't know if you would because it seems that people might enjoy it now and say it's a really good game. You're just going to take a hard protest against it then. Let me think. Eric, ask me if I would like uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Would you like Jedi Fallen Order? I don't know. I think it's overhyped. There you go. Well, I let me get on Twitter and tell people that. Well, I hope all right, is Dan. good with you guys. I'm still listening every week. Hello, Weird Science. And I still think you guys put out a really great podcast with great content. All right. He still Encouragement. Does. Thanks, guys. And it's Ray Ray. And I hope you and Stormy and your daughter are having a fine 2020. Me as a well. lot better than Eric Shea, who ended up getting presents today. In the mail, he ended up getting his little action figures that he can play with, but he was a little disappointed because he was also supposed to get some G.I. Joes that didn't come in. So, guy didn't go. send him yet. Yeah. He said, it said it was going to be here on Saturday. He says it's not going to get there till I Tuesday. Asked him when they'd come in, and he said he didn't know. I'm, I'm sitting there uh, yes. thinking about that for thing. It's like, oh, this should be here around Saturday. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a fun afternoon. Yeah. Tuesday. Right. I got reviews. Yeah. Tuesday is reviews. I'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> he ain't coming to work now. There's your day. But that's it for the mail. We're going to go up now. The mail doesn't come till after work, though. Well, this mail's done, Eric. There you go. There's transition. And we're going to go off to finish up the podcast. Now here's Eric. And he's talking all about DC. Now here's Eric. And he's talking all about DC. Okay, Boomer. Eric Shea will throw it down. His reviews are strong and sound. His scores are much better than Jim's, you'll see. He will tell us all about DC. So tell us all about DC. Eric Shea. Hi, yes, Eric Shea. You're here to tell us all about DC. And of course if I this, am. If this podcast week. episode is to tell us all about DC, DC ain't got much, is what, <gasps> what? I'm saying. And we're already near the end. Usually at this time uh, of a podcast, which I'm going to guess right now, Eric, we're at the I, two I hour and one all. minute. Uh, yeah, it won't be that. But at, at that point in a older style Weird Science podcast, we might be... You know, through possibly saying where we can be found on the internets, maybe two hours in, uh, maybe into some mail, maybe something. But we're podcast on the last is a bunch section. of nonsense. You're right. We're in the last section of books. A lot of people pining 
for that one, Eric. Pining for the good old days, they say. Ah! Just like David Lee Roth. But we're going to get right into the three books, Eric. And these three books have a lot in common. (laughs) A lot in common that I'm just... They're all really important to the whole DC universe? Yes. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to start the first one. It is Gotham City Monsters. And if you're surprised and said, wait a second, what happened? When did they roll into town? I haven't heard them since issue one with Jeremy. And if you would have listened, Eric, later on in the week, Jeremy lost his mind. On issue one. And issue one was a tough read. It was. Me and you both caught up with this. It was very tough. Uh, so we caught I up. I started easing myself in. I'm telling you, it was a bit of a shock going into the first issue, the whole thing of the series. Yeah, but once you're in, it's kind of easier to navigate than when you first get started. Is it? I remember an Eric Shea, uh, younger Eric Shea. In a couple more, days ago. You know, a little green, a, a little, you know, almost had bushy eyes and, and bushy tails. <laughs> Is that I what you shave said? my eyes. He, he was looking at the world through rose-colored glasses until he said to me, I had to stop reading Gotham City Monsters at issue three for a bit because, boy, it gave me a headache. Oh, yeah. Because it does. And it is full-out Steve Orlando. And I don't know, maybe Steve Orlando can go full Steve Orlando. It's a tough thing. Uh, that doesn't ever back off. He he really is See, going the, the, the biggest problem with Steve Orlando and the, all his books that we do, we try to stop because we haven't been a fan. We're not a big fan of his dialogue. And going into this, I That's expected really the problem, yeah. Steve Orlando dialogue. And going into this, I knew Frankenstein was in this. Frankenstein has a certain like way of talking. I was getting used yes, to that, but does. I was not used to fancy. Steve Orlando doing Frankenstein dialogue. That was a little yes. bit too much for me at the beginning. Now, that is true. Uh, sometimes, though, as I'm reading this and you kind of, like you say, you ease in and you're reading and you're getting that that Frankenstein dialogue. It's better that it's Frankenstein, though. Eventually, I kind of did wrap my head around it. Sometimes, though, that Frankenstein dialogue is with Lobo, or that Frankenstein yeah. dialogue is with Ryan Choi, and that doesn't make... That's when you can't wrap... <laughs> but yes, by the end, I could wrap my head around it a bit. Though this issue, a lot of times, and we'll get into it, you'll do the blur, but in this issue, as I was reading it, if people try to catch up, I will warn you, don't try to, to you know, every issue at once. It is tough, and it is something you kind of have to, you know, go along at a slower pace, if, if you ask me. Now, the thing is, I think by the end of this, it's like watching an Oasis interview. You sit there and see Liam and Noel talking and you need subtitles, even though they are talking English. They're talking English, but you're not sure exactly what they're saying. And a lot of times in this, I see there, I know the words, I know the word it done, hatred, you know, all the, but when they kind of meld together, he puts them in a weird little progression and things like that. But uh, before one last thing, I really wish that Bizarro and Zatanna were in this book, and and also Etrigan. Then, then it would be great. Then, then you would be done. Like an Etrigan, Ryman, and Stealing. You got Bizarro talk. Oh, it'd be so great. Um, but go into the blurb here. Gotham man. City Monsters number five, written by Steve Orlando, with art by Amanke Nahulapan and Trish Mulliville and Tom Napolitano. Duh. It's time to do the Monster Mashes. Our heroes are pitted against the Monster League of Evil, and even though this was the driving force to get me to read this series, nothing really comes of it and only works as a cool uh, cool call-out and a way to distract our heroes so that Melmoth can complete his ritual sacrifices and save the multiverse. That's right, everybody. Though through murder, Melmoth plans on being the hero of not only this book, but the DC Universe. This is You're right, Eric. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to mention it before we started was the only reason that we really are talking about this tonight is that 
classic monsters. The Universal Monsters are in. You said to me, yeah, I'm a page through this you book that's coming up. The deal. Oh my, yeah. Universal Monsters versus the Gotham City Monsters. And, and I'm you probably, in. Yeah, you probably heard that a uh, little bit ago on my Solicits podcast on Patreon. I know, but that's I listen fine. to that. Later on. Only the I news know. show. Later okay, so at least you admit it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we, I don't like we end spoiled. up having we end up having the, the main reason that me and you have read four other issues to get to this one, uh, and it is a penultimate, so we will finish it, is the Universal Monsters. So we go in and you told me earlier in the week when after you reviewed it I believe on a, a wednesday or no actually yesterday thursday you said hey uh yeah that the fight is a little <laughs> bit anticlimactic that thing I really not much to doesn't it. really happen here yeah you're like it doesn't really happen so i go into this with that fully in mind i i realize okay eric said it doesn't really happen and I was still let down. That's how little it happened. I, I, you know, it's basically a spread page, a lot of crap talking, a lot of shade being thrown, and, and then pretty much each of them just being oh, obliterated. Frankenstein is doing the whole thing where they're grappling up there, yeah. talking to each other. The idea, how dare you work for Melmoth? If you're an actual mirror version yeah. of me, you'd want freedom above all. And the thing is, I was actually worried about this because Steve Orlando sometimes goes over the top with a lot of things. And the Monster League of Evil is an old call, and that's – Really, a lot of the series seems to be Steve Orlando wanting to show it's his Easter eggs and like, you know, yes. I know a lot of different it weird is. things from like the past 50 years. I'm going to throw things out. Monster League of Evil is one of them, but he goes out here and talks about how the Monster League of Evil has been stuck in limbo for years upon years and the idea of them being able for, and that makes sense because they were like from a Earth 274 or some nonsense yep. from back, you know, in the 70s. Yeah, so you have not really seen anything of them. So the idea that they're here, it's a cool call out and he does not go over the top in explaining how they could, Melmoth opened a portal, they were in a limbo they're out now like you know what that works for me that's it yeah he didn't get that fancy with it they just are here and it, they look great I, i'm telling you i like the wolf man yeah i like the wolf man he looks great a- at one point he might even be if you colored him right looks a little like fruit brute eric i don't know if you realize that they have a uh, as resemblance to each other uh but you end up with you know, the team ups where they're going to be like, okay, well, Frankenstein versus Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And then they get wonky right away. Well, that's the but thing I is like we, we have a couple of monsters here, but we also have the like, you know, Steve Orlando's version. The Gotham City monsters for like all outright get up are the seven soldiers of victory here, not they have mm-hmm. Batwoman on the team. Yeah. You have yep. the seven soldiers here fighting a couple of monsters. So you can't go one on one because you do have a Dracula versus an Andrew Bennett. You have Wolfman versus yeah. Lady Clay. You got Orca and Batwoman fighting the mummy. I'm like, that is just, that is just too well, much against and, and the like, mummy. I, here. I actually, I'm glad. I just said because uh yeah andrew bennett and dracula that's fine <laughs> except that there is no way andrew bennett even with help I, i'm telling it's dracula i mean really and and you almost even have the classic where i really thought because that, you know i'm the the creature of the night i'm the lord of the darkness and you're just vampire and uh no i vampire. he doesn't say it because that is something that <laughs> thanks for you because he did it the entire series I, oh so far. my goodness i thought I that was what vampire that's, that's where you needed it actually and then it doesn't happen but you end up with some cool things if you've been reading this series and if you have you're one of you know a few so we should all congratulate you for doing this because the sales aren't great but this issue in this fight though it's very quick it kind of like i said all of a sudden the fight starts and you realize whoa yeah there's not exactly you have Steve the Orlando's new character red phantom yeah. going ki- straight up kill dracula by blowing part. his head up and it's amazing and that's the thing that's what i was gonna say you don't have that cl- like yes you have andrew bennett dracula frankenstein frankenstein but the rest gets a little convoluted but he does do a cool thing because if you have 
a, a character that is bound by a brick from a theater where he was killed. I mean, it's so cool. But th- you end up having it work out here. And it actually works out in a pretty kick-butt scene uh, the way it goes down. Now, I do want to say, too, because legitimately, we're almost done the issue. Because there's not much going on here. There's a lot of running away. There's a lot of running the thing, to is we're, Slaughter we're running Swamp. towards Slaughter Swamp because Andrew Bennett and Dracula both have Melmoth's blood running in their veins as acting as a compass to this yeah. big bad villain. So they know where to go in what direction but for some reason even though this is our penultimate issue it's time as we run to have a spot like a stop and talk about like who lady clay is to red yes. phantom and stuff like that the idea that they are better than their like backgrounds and they can be the people that they want to be yep. in the long run but here we are issue five the penultimate issue leading to the big final like showdown between them and melmoth i'm like you don't it's a weird place just to put this in there because yeah. essentially you're doing the same thing you have with these characters the entire run so far since yeah that's what you team. do that's what you do. Now, this is going to be the craziest thing. Uh, Eric, I know he agrees because we talked about this and it's very crazy to say this book is important. It may not be that important. I think it's the most but, important book in the DC universe. <laughs> if you and Tom Felrath, he, he's on Slack and he, if he's listening right now, he is asked about books that you know are part of the larger DC. Yeah. What book is giving you the most of what's going on in the whole universe that we're reading, and there is not a closer. It's it, it's it's a race. This book I should have. I actually should have wrote race. down a list of everything that we're dealing yes. with. Because right this now we are Gotham laps. City monsters in Monster Town on the outskirts of the city of Bane. Has mm-hmm. the Justice War like uh, Justice Doom War is going on with Perpetua? We you have see the Perpetua idea- in this issue. They even talk yeah. about it, and really because that's what Malmoth is, is doing. He's yes, saving the, the multiverse guy, from Perpetua. The bad guy in this series is trying to win the war that the justice league keeps failing at and the thing and, and is like is the thing. he is using the bible of crime from 52 which is the introduction yeah. of batwoman and her big part of that whole connection leading her to this whole thing and on top of that being the seven soldiers of victory when they do come in because it goes back to grant morrison's yep. seven soldiers with melmoth and everything like that so exactly. you have this gigantic thing and even in the series the doomsday clock mentioned for the idea that a blue doomsday voice mentioned, mentioned the melmoth's yep. mind about the metaverse about and stuff like that so he knows that he can affect this world here using the bible of crime and a ultimately save the multiverse by giving an immunity to whatever Perpetua is going to do. Croc shows up and says that the Suicide Squad Suicide is kind of gone and he has and because of that, because of Leviathan, he's actually still ended up working off his sentence as well. He just Fra- doesn't show up. Frankenstein is here because the Shade has been <laughs> shut down by yeah, Leviathan. Shade's been shut down by Leviathan. Th- this book references Every single thing that's going on. And it doesn't I mean, it do it really, in a bad way. It doesn't. This book is not great. But if it is one of those where I'm telling you, in a weird way, it's almost like the guidebook of what's going on big in the DCU. And that's crazy. It's the most amazing thing. I'm telling you. The, di- I, I got, the dialogue is I started is the reading thing. this because of the Universal Monsters. And when I started diving deeper, I'm like, what are you doing, Steve Orlando? You are a madman. Yeah. And the I idea know, that yeah. this is so such a complete history of the DCU right now, that what's going on, it is like a news real of what's happening and it makes sense for what he's doing it's just it's steve orlando's dialogue and the situations that are over the top and the idea too like i'm telling you i don't mind the story but certain aspects of what he wants to do with the story like all of a sudden we have this big thing we got to get to melmont before he has his final two sacrifices do whatever he's going to do to save the multiverse the the gotham city monsters want to stop him but because we are out of time we better have one more talk with red phantom and you know like lady claim like oh we don't need that here yeah no you don't and and it's a shame 
Yeah, because you can kind of go because they're running a slower slump. Another thing, just to just throw one last thing about the connectivity of it all. What other book? Every other book we see, this happens before City of Bane. This happens before this. This happens. These, this actually this happened had, before the conclusion of City and, of Bane. This even had patrol cars, which says that they're in this book. They're just, you know, you, you almost can turn the other page in a weird way and you'll end up in the Batman book. It's so crazy how connected it is. And I give him full credit. Lady Clay's here because, like, she doesn't like, you know, she used to be a Cobra agent. Cobra's been taken down by Leviathan now. So, I'm like, everything yeah. is here. It, it is. It's all here. Now, again, it, it's a tough cover charge to get into this whole establishment of the dialogue of Steve Orlando, especially when he is doing his Frankenstein and Malmuth. They're, they're both, and they're the big parts. Yeah. But once you do settle in, it's not as bad as I really was afraid it was going to be, though I wish it was a little better. And one of the things is, and and you have it here where you do end up having Lady Clay. She's going to talk at, at a point. Steve Orlando, I swear, he's like in a manic state and he just wants all this information out there. And, and at some points he should just say, OK, we don't need that. Let's go. At this point, Lady Clay, we know enough about her. I know enough to, I don't like her, you do. But still, we don't need a full out, let's stop a little. Because like you said, at the point where you just fought the Universal Monsters and beat the crap in them, especially the way Dracula just gets destroyed. <laughs> well, Frankenstein, uh, our Frankenstein, pun- and like, Frankenstein yeah. blows up the other Frankenstein's head by punching it. Yeah, his like, head they just, just gets brutally destroyed. Wrecked. And at that point, you have Melmoth, who has gathered these two uh, you know women. The best and part a, a about this guy. is that when they sat down, they actually talked about the idea of undead creatures like this will always find a way to resurrect, even yeah, though they don't have it. Resurrect. I'm like, well, at least we have the monster league of evil in this world now, and the ability for them to well, sometimes come back. The, the funny thing is, at, at the one added, point, Jim. They end up, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, really. And there's another thing you usually take away, especially in that sort of thing. But at one point, like, you know what? The undead. They always return. They always have that there. So put Dracula's head a little bit further away from him. I'm like, throw it into the sun. Just get rid of it. But of course, you're there. You don't want it. You're like the dark universe is starting here, baby. It's getting ready. You're like, where's Frankenstein's bride? I need it. Uh, yeah, so you you end up oh, with that. Oh, man, imagine that. All of a sudden, you have the bride from the our universe here who's broken up with yeah. the, our Frankenstein, and now and she's goes moved with on the new and one? goes with the, 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 oh, the Monster League of Evil I, Frankenstein. I will tell you, the Monster League of Evil Frankenstein ain't, ain't got nothing on our Frankenstein. No. Our Frankenstein's pretty cool. But uh, uh, Dracula, though, he's always there. Right. I, I like Dracula. He looks good, too. He, he does. Uh, he looks like a Dracula. It's as if he doesn't age, that Dracula. So that's Gwen Stefani, I hear, as a Dracula. I heard the other day somebody was saying that when they saw it. But you end up, as it's going Poor forward, you're, you're completely right. It's just because they saw her drinking blood. They, they're going for you so okay pumped. I mean, at this point, you're excited. You're like, all right. Even though you're like, ooh, that was a little quick, but all right, let's go. Let's have yeah, some it's fun. It's ultimate let's issue. Go. I know what we have to do to get down. We have to get everything, our ducks in a row to meet up with Melmoth at our final countdown. Yeah. I know this. And I wish that we just got there. I wish that the battle kind of started there, but it's to lead to a cliffhanger. Well, you, you have a lot of monologuing too. Even when you have Clay, Lady Clay, she's telling her thing, but then you go off to Malmoth, who has to kind of go through his whole thing again. We've we've heard a lot of what he's saying here. We know that he's trying to stop the Perpetua and this multiversal deal. Uh, you know, and end of the way he said the epicenter for an immune response that'll ripple across the yeah, mother. I'm yeah. like, all Calm right, down, I don't need I that. <laughs> Let's get going. Let's go because you end up having another cool thing where they're in Slaughter Swamp, and I don't know if you realize it's not a great place. No, I know no. that it's it's not even a great place to visit, let alone live. Honestly, I just 
don't think any Hence swamps are great places to hang out. I just think that they should, somebody has to go a PR agent and call it like Daffodil Swamp now and, and fool people. I mean, really, because usually villains are leading people there and, and bad crap's going the on there. You want them to leave the bodies, don't you? Yes, exactly. It's what I want to have. Craig T. Nelson comes running out. Welcome to Daffodil Swamp. And then goes off insane. <laughs> and so he goes, and then when they get there, oh man, Daffodil Swamp, this doesn't look so great. Then you kill him. See, you don't want to try to lead them. Who's going to slaughter swamp? But yet- People still go to Slaughter Swamp. Bad guys and Grundy. Yeah, Grundy, because that's the cool thing, too. There are really cool concepts in this book. There really are, because then you have Malmok. I I love this, too, because one of the big problems, too, because Steve Orlando did spend a lot of the series doing, like I said before, the Easter eggs and call-outs of things. Just to kind of look like, hey, look at me. I'm Mr. DC over here, even though they're ridiculous. Like the idea that – Melmoth's troops were the Martian mandrills from the Silver Age yeah. nonsense and having that. And yeah. now they're all gone, thankfully, because they're ridiculous. Again, no, that's going to Steve Orlando. It is. <laughs> he, now he's, he's just resurrecting gone. a army of Grundies that oh, are Grundy. ready to be born, which are, that's pretty cool. Uh, concept right there. The, the idea they activate the slaughter swamp and get all the Grundies that are and, re- and waiting the best to be born. Thing with it Good. Is you're not really like at points, Steve Orlando will go a little too far with that. And like you said, even about how the classic monsters got here, they came through a portal. Yeah. You end up at the slaughter swamp and a little, you know, hocus pocus. <laughs> I don't care. All I want to see is the uh, army of Grundies. And there they are. I just want to know, you know, I know a that a lot of, of people died. There is a gaggle of Grundies. And the thing is, I know that, you know, a lot of people end up killed in there uh, a lot of guys with the same exact coat and pants are they, they are all dressed the same they, they just come out there they're all dressed to the, the resurrections there. of cyrus gold are all like this for the most part i actually was looking to see if they had the idea that i'm always telling you about that everybody forgets that grundy used to be born differently like different yeah, times different stuff like that. i actually want to see do have if they didn't have different like, a, look. like a mobster grundy like they're like oh, freaking stuff like that I want the mobster Grundy. I want the Grundy who works at the soft serve counter at the Dairy Queen. I, I want the janitor Grundy who yells Mr. Spot and then yells and starts saying. Then you got the Grundy who's always going around on the fork truck saying working hard. Thankfully, hard we working. don't get those Grundys very it, often. Oh, you got the one habitual masturbating Grundy. You don't want to get – he gets handsy, that guy. He gets a little wild. But no, and really, if if Steve Orlando would have done that, would it have raised your score at least like a couple if Maybe. you would have seen that? I, I agree. It's just I know that they're like you said the resurrections are all the deal, but when they all come out together and they're like, "Hey, look at me! I got this coat. Hey, is that your my coat?" Oh man, it must be Monday. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, I said you don't go to slaughter slaughter swap on Mondays. (laughs) And and it's funny too because it's set up by Malmoth in a in a cool. This is almost the idea I was telling you about where I wanted a group that were ready to have Grundies. Like they were making Grundies for the most part. Where Mm -hmm. if their Grundy died, they had like a brain control thing. They sent a troop to go rile up the next Grundy, and you'd have a troop go in with a tag on his freaking like black jacket or something like that says "I hate Mondays" because that's the day he's got to work. I'm like, this is along the lines where you just keep resurrecting a Grundy after he dies. Eric, that's that a, a hot, hot take, take? No, baby. That is a hot take. I love it. Hot take. <laughs> there you go, Eric. It's that not a hot, hot take. take. It was a hot take. Definitely and, wanted and, to use and, it. And, and with that stuff, well, Eric, I've used it so much up till now. I know. When you when you end up doing this, I do like the. It's such a weird idea. It, where you start thinking like, why don't we have a Grundy Dial H type deal? Where, like you said, like you need a new Grundy, almost like a suicide scribe Grundy. Now he's the gangster. And it would be pretty cool. But the idea that Melmoth even Boss says, Grundy. I always am here with a gaggle. It, it just, I, you know, my other guys are him, but here comes the Grundies. And they just start coming up. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. And uh, other things in this where you have seen where you have Melmoth's blood that is running through Frankenstein amongst others. But Andrew Benning, you, yeah. And you're able to track them that way. 
It's almost like the blood divining, right? All this stuff actually makes sense while you're reading this. He he actually takes care to kind of pull things back in when you do. It's very well done, mostly. The dialogue, awful. But you end up where they end up going. I actually think it's a little bit better, this issue, than it had been. This issue is a little better, I think, just because it's pretty straightforward, right? But no, it isn't great. But you end up with Malmoth. He's going to finish all this. He even says, I'll have my treatment. I'll finish the medicine, just like, you know, Steve Orlando guys does. And that's where he gets stopped because you end up having our heroes, the Gotham City monsters, do show up. And just wreck out with some Grundies now. They go to town. Until we need our big cliffhanger for the ending of this thing where we this whole time we've had our Gotham City monsters that have been brought together by the idea of vengeance for the people that Melmoth has killed in their lives when he started this whole quest yeah. and this whole thing has brought them together to take him down and now we see the Killer Croc has betrayed everybody by impaling yes. Frankenstein well, with Melmoth's sword and he- here's the deal if you if you have been reading this, the first issue, really, we see that Croc's there because Tusk got hurt. He, he who cares? Tusk got Tusk. killed. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's just here, and he's like, I guess they're really going with this idea that I really like Tusk. All you like Tusk and Lady Clay's, they they talk to me like a people's. Uh, and he's in. So then we see, but, but he ends up when we have yeah, him I, impale you, the Frankenstein here. We do see uh, Croc's eyes glowing yellow. And the yeah. thing before, if you were infected with Malmoth's blood, he couldn't uh, like you know take you over and control you until you you actually could get it exercised out of you, like Andrew Bennett did in the series, like Frankenstein did yeah. earlier, before, well before the series. So it might just be a thing where somehow he got infected. Yeah, and it seems that way, which is, I, and you, you know, you have Andrew Bennett with his eyes gone, but he's like Croc. And the thing is that you have to keep in mind as well, this isn't Damien getting sliced. This is Frankenstein. Oh, and, no. An and again, monster that can't and, be yeah, killed. I, and again, that's the thing as a, you know, a little bit of a foreshadowing to remind you to get this cliffhanger. Again, done in a pretty well and subtle way. Frankenstein went through the whole idea. You know, us undead, you, you can't really kill us. We, we come back, and that's what you would figure is going to happen by the end. He's spilling I've a lot of Melmoth's blood there. Batman amputate his whole body to figure out how he works for it. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. I ended up amputating my hands once, and then my hands ended up working on me. Surgery, Eric. It didn't make sense, but it, it worked for me. We're going to burn I'm you undead. at stake. I'm undead, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you just Undead? Is that how you say it? But we, we are done. Uh, the idea, though, that it's don't think that why we sound very enthusiastic. And and I am actually because I was surprised. And actually, me and you talking, I said I was going to have to lean on you, yeah. Eric, like lean on me. And actually, once we started up, I am enjoying this issue a little more than I did going in. So thank you. Eric. You're thank you very much. Don't think that you can jump into this issue with this one. Please don't go, oh, man, Jim and Eric, like this, I'm going to read this issue. Technically, besides for the idea of who no, Red Phantom I'm is, telling you. There's not, they do a lot I of recap this isn't. issue. They do the recap, but there's these little things, like I said, that end up like, kind of making sense. You might not get some Orca or Andrew Bennett or Lady Clay or like, no. stuff like that. You might not get like the, a lot of the team, but for the most part, do okay. they really matter? Here, Well... Here, here's the deal. At, at the one of the biggest. I don't parts, know if we mentioned Orca one, once. One of the biggest parts that you're going to get in this, if you haven't read it, I don't know what happened to Frankenstein. He threw a brick. It went to the vampire, and then it turned into a head. Yeah, Red Phantom. That's what it now, looks that. like. If Red Phantom would be a big problem. And but, but if you read, if you read it from the start, it's one of the better scenes in the entire series. But yeah, you'd be like. <laughs> don't understand he the brick turned into a demon and you'd have no idea so uh, it is something that i would suggest if you have 
some time yeah, and maybe wait until and it's a shame that's the worst thing this about might be a cool the trade idea. actually i don't know well that's the thing I, I i wish that dc would up the ante and not wait a year for things to hit the the dc universe app i wish i know what they do they don't want to make it six months because then a six month you know mini series will start hitting that and people won't buy the trade but make it eight months or something a little cl- but if you are down the line you see this come popping up on the dc universe give it a shot and see what you think or just go but to your yeah. local comic book shop and wait till it's in like the dollar bin or something like that yeah also it, don't stop at one if you're really interested that first issue was very <laughs> tough to rough. get through it is it's a speed bump to get to some of the good stuff but what did you give it i ended up giving this a 6.8 out of 10 and that's because i really enjoyed the art and i like the outcome i'm telling you i like the idea of this whole story and how inclusive it is to the rest of the dc universe it's just that in the long run there wasn't doing a lot we had a big fight with monsters that ended really like quickly and then had a quick talk as we ran to Slaughter Swamp to go fight some Grundies. There wasn't a yeah. lot to this, but overall, for what we're getting out of this with the characters and the whole mythology that we're dealing with, we're doing a lot here without doing a whole lot to get us there. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you like the mummy more than the wolf? Absolutely not. That's a hot take, Eric. I love the Wolfman. That was lame. Oh, my God, Eric. That was a lame take. You got a lame take. I'm going 6-5. I just wanted to do a lame take for you and set you up. The art's great. The art is really good. I think that it even, me and you both said, when you get to Slaughter Swamp near the end, uh, it even has a Kelly Jones, like yeah. not fully, but it kind of goes that route and things like that, which makes sense in a slaughter swamp and stuff like that. And it really has that hard tinge to it, even though at the beginning, when you do have the universal monsters and our monsters fighting, it, it's more of an action. The monster deal. league I of think evil, that, Jim. Yeah. The monster mm-hmm. league of evil. What, what are they, Eric? That, <laughs> it's not a hot <laughs> take. Now this. It was Stop a hot take. Either. It was a hot take. Oh my, Eric! Listen, to that. it's like a dance party tonight, right? Uh, but yeah, I like. I it leave more early. Than I thought. Uh, yes, really, and I don't ever go. And, and then when I show up, they're like, "Why are you here? Nobody invited you." And then I go home, Ew. and I, I realized that I wasn't even at the dance at that point. I was at home, and they said You'd that passed out from autoerotic asphyxiation. <sighs> Hey, listen, you know, sometimes you, you got to do it yourself. Uh, but yeah, I, I like this book. Some, <laughs> really, all the time. I'm, I'm a self-made man, Eric. But we're going to move on to the next book, uh, which has some issues. Issues, Eric. 38 of them, to be exact. <laughs> that, that might be a hot take. <laughs> Is that a hot take? No, it's not. not oh, it's man, a Chewbacca, obviously. Oh, okay, that's a Wookiee. Tell me about it. Eric. Supergirl number 38, written by Jody Hauser with art by Rachel Stott. Inaki Miranda, Hi-Fi, and Tom Napolitano. The infection continues this issue with Supergirl, where our former hero has decided to create a giant tower in Smallville out of nowhere that she plans on using to infect the entire town. But thankfully, our world's finest pair plan on calling in Wonder Woman to help out finally. By the end, it looks like the lasso of truth is able to show Supergirl her truth. But the question is, for how long? For how long, indeed. And this book. Uh, I just want to jump to that ending because the whole thing, when we got Wonder Woman in this book and she wraps the last one, all I could think about was Shay Fontana's five issue run of Wonder Woman where she changed the DNA of this woman to take out the DNA. And that's what I think of all the time. And the problem is, they're they're going with that since then. I think that it even happened before, but it was more of like a, I'm pissed. And then, oh, I'm not. You know, it's almost like the Snickers bar of (laughs) the DCU. Why? And no, No, Snickers bars are terrible. And anybody. What's wrong with you? The thing is, anybody who would eat those, they're nuts. 
Yes, it's not a hot Eric, take. It's there. That is a hot take, right? I'd rather have a mount. All right. I hope this is a hot take. I hope it's hot not lame. It is a hot take. Now, the problem with this book is that you end up where Supergirl has been handcuffed this whole time. I mean, especially coming back since Brian Michael Bendis she showed up. She gets a lot done handcuffed, though, that giant tower in Smallville. Yeah, she do- well, she does. I'm just saying, <laughs> this never gets to tell own story. You end up now having Mark and Draco, now having Jody Hauser come on, and both of them have been pretty much slaves to the grind of Brian Michael Bendis. He came in, the book was put on ice for a little, brought back, and then brought back in a way of, it's my book now. I mean, this might as well have, you know, Jody Hauser writing, you know, and Brian Michael Bendis watching over her shoulder because and this is I know this is the infected. But before then, and even that with the, the deal. So it's all together. So it's not just Brian Michael Bendis fault. It's it's Joshua it's Williamson, everyone's and fault. Williamson and and Scott Snyder. But it is the DCU's fault, really, of the idea that you can't get a Supergirl book that has just Supergirl having fun and doing things. You ended up having it start with crypto, which spells out fun. I mean, really you're having crypto and Supergirl going out to space at that point to try to, we thought get away from all this nonsense so they can have their own deal. You have Xander, they meet, you know, and all that doesn't matter. Nothing went anywhere. And now we're back. They get done the whole, you know, Rogo Czar. Then you got let, now well, talking about not even being its own thing because we have infected Supergirl. Like I said in my blurb, she has built a giant tower to infect all of Smallville here because now she looks at these people yeah. who raised, you know, her cousin Kellel and like made him weak. Like their, their weakness infected him and made him who he is now. And I hate him for who he is. Yeah. So I'm going to infect every here and make them stronger and save the world and be a hero this way. I'm like, why don't you just like want to do good for like you're 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 messed up kind of good? But why yeah. don't you do this kind of good over at National City with the people that you care about? Yeah. Because your book takes place in National City. No, yeah, like, and that's the thing. We, we went it, there for a second before and yeah. then left. I'm like, why wouldn't we build the yeah, stupid she was tower there in her hoodie? There, you know, look like she was going to be a juggalette, and then off she goes. And, and so you have this weird deal here where they want she's infected we know this everybody knows it you can see except everybody who finds out and gets to her they don't ever ask why she looks like she does just like you're not acting like you are i'm like there's a lot more going on than just acting here but she ends up having that okay she's supergirl so she's not gonna go she's more of a lex luther type character where i'm gonna do what i think is right even if it's awfully wrong but it's for and also like a joker where i'm gonna kill all the robins to make you stronger batman that's sort of you know vein of things but they can't do anything in this book because it can't happen here so you're gonna have these things so they end up sending her to smallville and i agree with you right away i thought why is she in smallville and then when you end up having batman and superman are tracking things and they're like oh man she's in smallville and batman's like Whoa, 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 we can't go there. Are people going to find out? I'm like, no, you know what she's up to. <laughs> she's going to kill everybody. You better get there and contain her. You're doing the exact opposite of what you should do. And it's just, if you are reading Supergirl and not reading anything else, you're just, I guess you're checking out for a while on this because it's just an odd book for a Supergirl just by herself here and the idea that she goes to Smallville and then pretty much gives her crazy speech 
and oh, I'm going to make you better. I Nobody really wants to it. They're yelling at her. What Bruce Wayne did to purge the Joker serum out of his body to be like when he during the Batman who well, last they miniseries. They, well, they ended up using that little kid and they kind of did a trans. It was like, to me, it was a Keith Richards transfusion. We need more blood. We need new blood and doing all that. But that's what we need to do. Then. It just if, seems if, weird that this kid from the dark multiverse was able to come through and then they took a, like, I don't it was even know like them the sent him home. It was Bruce. Yeah, I think he's dead. I think <laughs> we, they did we need more blood. He is a little yeah, boy. Yeah. We have to squeeze they, they him dry look, here. He's actually in like a, a side cave. Because the he's whole thing is this infection the way it is. It seems like it's a bigger thing with the dark multiverse than anything else. And I was actually, when yeah. I was thinking about it earlier today, getting ready for the podcast, it almost came like, you know, became that to me. I'm like, and I almost start to like stop remembering that. This is just a Joker serum because it was a spray yeah, that is. got Batman in the Dark Multiverse. It was a spray that got you know Batman and R when it happened. Yeah. Like everybody else is like a pinprick, and all of a sudden it's the same but outcome. That's why, and and you say and but that's also what got me in you know out of my mind with the whole satellite coming, and now yeah. it's going to spread like it's techno. Yeah, and, I'm telling you, know, you, it seems like it's a Dark Multiverse thing more than yeah. what it's supposed to be at this point and that's anymore. The thing, if if you go with the idea, and maybe people will be like, oh, you guys are forgetting this part of that part, but if you have Batman, who are knows they? How he would <laughs> somebody out there, the three people listening, end up where Batman cured himself with this kid that came through because remember we had all the Bruce yeah. Wayne's coming through and stuff like that. Well, why aren't they looking through the dark multiverse or the regular multiverse to find another well, character? Five, just five people with the same freaking blood type is all. I don't and, know why we well, need you know, a, like an exact match for a dark well, she multiverse. Has Eric, we got please. Cousin, her cousin right here. Please, I, I just say you get Superman, you fly her right in that sun. <laughs> if she really, doesn't come out the other likely. end. I saw her survive a red lantern and take it off. That ended that up deep. throwing back her heart. I mean, if it's not going to cure this <laughs> infection, please. And, and after this. I think that this is, I really do think that the story is about the anti-vaxxers. We got to get on the trolley, people. Start vaccinating. Uh, Because you would think after Batman ended up having all that, that he would have a plan in case other people were infected. Here, Maybe that's what he's working on. He's trying to delay things or he's working on his mixtape because they're, hey, I just tracked Kara. She's in Smallville. Oh, we better get there. That's going to be bad. Oh, no. We can't actually show up when they're... Why? I don't understand. Like, we oh, gotta that's have good gonna... PR for Batman, Superman. And the, the best is, is they're they're gonna get an out with that. Well, first off, Wonder Woman shows up, but also where there there's somebody filming her on on the phone, so it's out anyway. And Supergirl, it's not looking like Supergirl, but yet there's but oh, that was Superman. some weird Bizarro out yeah, there. I'm telling you, it's like he's a, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't be seen with that going. I, I just don't understand. While they because it there's has already been enough bad PR for people going to doom for us to have yeah, the heroes really. go and turn evil I, like I this. Just, I really want to know legit why Batman and Superman even showed up in this book. There was no reason. If you were not going to go there and you were going to have Wonder Woman, it just makes it silly for them. Oh, okay. And also, I don't know. I hate the idea that Bruce says, your dog, your animal. I'm like, really? You Superman's have so like, many dogs in the Batcave. You, you, you end up you in the so You know Superman knows them all. He's like, well, dog, I, I just petted Alfred the cat. And, you know, Titus, you son of a gun. And he's like, your, your animal. Tracked Your her pet. down. Why did you? Uh, you sent crypto to. Tra- Why didn't you go with him? I don't even know what's going on. This, Superman's busy doing repairs. He, he's there just moving stuff around. And, and yeah, and even that where you have Kara go. And again, you, you're not going to be able to have enough time and space and, and, you know, all that to go. So basically, it is Kara saying, All right, I'm in Smallville. 
I'm going to build one of those things that they built before. Is Boom. that what we did? That's what she says. I know. She's I'm like, telling you, this giant tower is going to be able yeah. to work like the, the watchtower from the Dark Multiverse. Which and they we brought didn't over even to... really know how and that was that, actually going to well, work. Well, the thing is, it seemed like all of that was never supposed to happen anyway and be a distraction so they could go yeah. and get the Batman who laughs out of freaking uh, wow. his prison. Kara, she went off. There was, there were, she was going to buy Fago. And what she did Eric, in the long she, run on top of building this is what we have in this issue is her pretty much giving the same monologue over and over again yes. about how, and, and, well, you people are so weak. Why won't you let me make you strong and save you? Over and the problem with and it. Yeah. Over. And they, she says it over and over. And at points, it even looks like she's crying more and that makeup's even going more, but she's yelling to people who she doesn't really know. So they're going with the idea. You're you disgracing the side of her hair is going to grow back when she becomes good again? I think so. <laughs> like immediately? I just like that she even has like those elf ears. They look pretty cool. Like she could be in that. What's that book called? Elf Quest, Eric? What is yes. that? Three issues that book has? So you have her yelling. What are you guys doing? Oh, my goodness. You, you like the Elf Quest, do you? Yeah, yeah. Do, do You do? Is that one of your favorite comics? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, Boomer. Uh, you thought I was hot taking you. you. You have it where she should be in the Nash, Eric, the national national city. She should be there because that's her city. That's where so you will end up having. Yeah. And, but I'm saying even especially here because she's yelling at these people and she's using the whole idea of you're the ones who made Cal my cousin. You made him weak. But then I'm going to make you stronger, which doesn't really make it, it doesn't work out. She should be going to National City, like you said, as you told me, uh, and saying, listen, I saved your butt so many times. And at least you'll have a connection. You can go back like, but what about Cyborg Superman, your father? Uh, that is not in continuity anymore, people. I don't know if you realize <laughs> oh, no. this. So they, they're going with all that. But there's no connection. So her saying like, why can't you understand? I'm well, telling you, went if you went to, with that yeah, idea, too, that we still had the DEO had him locked yeah. up. Something like that for how much the city was against Supergirl because Cyborg Superman was her father and they found out. See, we knew you were going to go evil this whole time, Supergirl, yeah. and they were waiting yeah. for it. You have that. Also, you can have her show up in National City and start yelling. You know, you guys, you people are weak. There's a lot of crap coming down the line. My mom died. I don't know if you realize, but my my you know my stepmom or uh, adopted mom. My adopted mom died she? because she was too well. We don't know <laughs> really. She seemed to be mind melt. I don't know, but it's just she could yell because in Leviathan and stuff, she could say. You know, this stuff, I'm making you stronger so that you don't have my pain. You have a lot of connections. You have Ben Rubel can come out and say, what's going on, baby? And here, though, you don't have that. All you have is you're a disgrace to the symbol you wear. And that's fine, but it's not enough. And it's not enough of a, a whole spell out of why she would pick there. And then she's yelling, basically, who's going to be the first, you know, step right up, take a number. Is there anybody here who may want to do it? Because I'm going to get one of you, then you will be infected. And then you'll tell him how great it is. I mean, really, you'll, you'll well, tell him you'll have a thing going. She has this big freaking, it just like a big old pin. It looks like yeah. a spike that she, I guess she plans on using this to infect people with, but like, yeah. where did you get the stuff to infect that, people that's, with? But that's the and thing. Then yeah, what, that's why did the you build thing. this tower to do the whole freaking? And, and I'm glad you before. said that I'm too. Like, what is happening? Yeah, because we don't really know how that tower was really going to transmit stuff. But having that, it wasn't just I'm going to build this. You also had pretty much Scarab, 
Blue Beetle tech kind of doing that, but that ended with Batman morphing it in and made no sense. So all of that comes to play, but doesn't because it's just, and in my mind, the reason why we had those batarangs and stuff, I I know it it was very symbolic, but I thought that that was because you didn't have a lot of the serum anymore. I mean, at that point, why stop with, with, you know, your six, why not go down the start, which it seems may happen eventually. But this idea of the, you know, the polarity of the, the tower and that you're going to build it here. Why, why don't, I, I just don't understand no. why, if this is the plan, everybody else would be, it just is kind of there to be there. And it seems like it wants to have high stakes that it doesn't. Who ordered the steak, Eric? And it might and have high stakes. It just do doesn't something. make any sense to get there. Well, no, but they, and so by the time you get to the end, but you can't do too much here. So then right when things are really going to go bad, Wonder Woman shows up and stops, you know, stops Kara. But before that, they do play. They, they end up getting a video of Kara yelling and screaming her nonsense that she keeps doing. And I wonder if they're going to have that play out later on in something else, too, because it is a pretty good way to say, oh, my God, Kara's not well. You know, all the other heroes see Wonder Woman obviously sees it and comes. Uh, but I think it's just here for here. But, yeah, you end up then where you're almost done when Wonder Woman shows up and you end up having a battle, but the battle is just kind of, I'll punch you here, we'll go through here, and then you just wait because once the lasso Kara, goes on. you don't want to do this. Yes, I do. Yeah. Boom. Okay, if that's the way you want it, boom. Lasso yeah. up. This isn't you. Let me show you your truth. Ha, ha, ha. This is my truth. Oh, yeah. wait. I feel better. Oh, and that, good. And that's the, the weirdest thing <laughs> about this is, is we did, and it's Shea Fontana. You ended up having the idea that the truth bringing ability of the lasso can go and tell your body it's truth so that you end up changes where your DNA, DNA can go back. So, I mean, really, if you go and put the, the lasso around Mr. Bones, director, Bones, he may end up just becoming a regular man because he was changed. This yeah. is better so than stem cell research. You, you, it is. You have to watch out how you use this. That's what I'm saying. Cause there are points where is it that, you know, Diana lassos you and then hey, old lasso, my mind, truth is 50 pounds right. lighter you know right now. I'm saying? Show yeah, it really. to me. I'm saying there are times where you will end up having in the future or even since that Shea Fontana deal where Wonder Woman will lasso somebody. Why aren't they changing? Well, is it because they're only asking a question? Yeah, now we're going to play 21 questions. We're not changing DNA 21. now. Yeah, really. You play One. the advanced version. I do. I, I play like 72 questions, and what I like to call that, Eric, dumb. is any book by Brian Michael Bendis. Yes, Eric. Aren't you glad I made this? Yeah. You know I bob my head every time. That was a hot take. I'm hoping that somebody's glad you made that. I'm so glad. <laughs> I can't wait to have everybody. Please, no more of it. Remember that time no, when no, I was doing no, just when leave. I, remember when <laughs> isn't that the business plan? Remember when I was doing my own transformer sounds and, and people it pretty much remember left you do like every day. That's pretty good. No, yeah, so Wonder Woman comes and the, the thing that I don't get is they fight. She lassos Supergirl. Supergirl, Kara, this isn't you. This and the yelling her name, which she said, but this isn't you. I have the lasso here that's going to tell the truth. And what is it taking to? What is it got to percolate? She's like, no, you don't understand. This is me. The Kryptonian DNA. That's the boil, I guess. This is me, and that actually. 
that was a big moment. Like, oh my goodness, like we have seen, and me and you both, because again, the Shea Fontana, that's what they're doing here. They're playing with the idea that, but that's not going to be a way to do this. Now you're almost giving an escape clause that Wonder Woman could just go around lasso people and this whole thing's done. So it, it just throws, now we're not sure exactly. I'm telling you the thing is it might happened. just be where you see the truth while she's like, you know, lasso up. She think gets out and she's let fine. Go. Yeah. That's what I think. Even though. I don't think we're going to go full Shea Fontana the, the here. The problem is though, this whole thing kind of does go into by March, it kind of being over and her being the one to heal. So I don't know. So it, this may be it, but maybe then she's tired. And she doesn't want to lasso people. She's bad at, at lassoing really. And she can't get those other guys. I don't know. Uh, so y- you have this where she's laughing, but then at the end, it looks like, <laughs> Oh man, the commissioner really gave me the slip. Yeah, really. Oh my, look at that commissioner with that, you know, Phantom of the Opera mask. I, I heard an organ going and two lips were on it. You, you end up where she ends up lassoing Karen then at the end. And even still, she she does still look a little off. She might now just have hepatitis. because she has a bad haircut now. Oh, I, I thought it was just she had some s- d- disease. I like, too, that the lasso, though, illness. She ends up where it doesn't fully, the lasso will not change all of her bad decisions in the art, you know, the uh, out outfit department. I, I'm having problems. <laughs> I just want to know how the <laughs> infection changed her cast to begin with. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why did infection. it change back? <laughs> well, is it that she got infected and then went out on a shopping spree? I know. Like, whenever I'm happens. sick, everybody Fashion can tell show. right away because all of a sudden I'm a goth. Yeah, well, what <laughs> what happens to me is I get sick and I change my outfit, Eric. I wear a hoodie and and shorts. That's well, what you, happens. You're always sick. I think you're dying. Yeah, that is true, Eric. That might be a hot take, but I will not hit it because even I am getting sick of that. But uh, what did you? What would you give this? I'd give this a four point five out of ten. I like the art enough in this whole thing, but you got really nothing out of this. You got a bunch of monologuing of the same stuff over and over again yeah. in a place that it doesn't really matter. Like you want to go to the whole Superman thing, but it would have made more sense in National City for her hometown, like what she actually deals with. And throwing in Wonder Woman is cool, but by the end, you just get a punch here, punch there, lasso. Okay, I'm I'm like not infected anymore until I am again next issue. There was nothing really to this. Yeah. And I was very disappointed. You know what's funny too is uh, Rachel Stott does most of the issue, but that that little bit Anaki Miranda, who I love, jumps in for two three pages, and it really threw me off when when it changed. Though it, both the art's good, but yeah. I re- I'm I'm telling you, I really like this Rachel Stott. I, I'm getting I'm liking the cut of her jib. Here. I did it too. I love the art in this. I think that she's great. So I hope it's not one of those where you know we get done all this nonsense when we finally i mean really we're gonna end up finally getting a supergirl book with her own story and i can't wait for that until the next see thing this team yeah really i mean really what's next uh next thing she's gonna be in the gotham city monsters ah uh, i'm gonna go five and it's a straight up five not a fu variety it's just down the middle and it's more of the idea the dialogue's not bad the art's great it's just the concept not bad, of but you this get it three book. times in a row. Well, that's the thing because it almost seems like Jody Hauser showed up and she doesn't have much to say because she's stuck in the story. She's trying, but the idea of going to Smallville was very odd and to tie it into Cal and oh, this is the town that made him, you know, weak and then not have Cal 
and oh, Batman cow. show up. It's like you know him personally. I do. And Dan uh, Mayoff on the site gave it a three out of ten. He gave. I, I'm the highest there. Really, I, I like to think of myself as Cal Wood. <laughs> I mean, Cal Ripken is what I'm saying. Cal Ripken Junior? never shows up in this. Junior, a uh, senior, even. I used to like senior as as a coach. They never show up in this issue. That's what I wanted to tell you. It's Batman and Cal Ripken Junior. They World's don't finest. show up. He's a, he's an Iron Man, <laughs> but he does not go. It's the world's fine. Cal Ripken. And and Bruce uh, uh, Bruce Souter, the the relief pitcher. That's who I'm talking about this whole time. Bruce right? Lee and Cal Ripken. Bru- oh, Bruce Lee and Cal Ripken would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Cal Ripken, his look always, it, it kind of bothered me. He always looked like maybe he was infected. He had a weird look. He's got these eyes that will penetrate your soul. You look it up afterwards. They will end up. Oh, my. Are you saying that's a hot take? No, I'm saying these eyes. Oh. Oh, you're going to sing now? These eyes. Here we go. We're no hot go takes. To the next book. No hot takes. I almost did. Eric, see, this is what I told you. I said, listen, we're, we're not going to be able to rely on these books for the goodness. This is the goodness, Eric. Did you realize that, that this is what I was talking about? That, that what I said, I wanna, I'm trying desperately to think of some hot take. I can't come up with it. Catwoman number 19. Let last it flow book naturally, of the- Jim. It's there for when you need it, not when you freaking just want to play it over and over again. That is a hot take, Eric. It's I not a hot say. take. That was that was a hot take. That was lame. You're going to make everyone hate this <laughs> before you even get it going. You realize, though, so. you realize the whole thing of this is this will never happen again. These are these things that I like. This is a one and done until later. Catwoman number 19. <laughs> so <sad. laughs> I'm saying one and done for one podcast. And then some somebody will be like, what happened to that hot take? <laughs> like, no, because people no don't realize. No one's ever going to say that because it's going to the be there is, until they complain. We're doing this, this podcast, but when I was working with you this week, after I did this, I was just telling you hot takes and using my phone to play no, no, no. it. What you were telling me were random things that you called hot takes that weren't hot takes. That might be a hot take. And then I yelled at you at work. You did yell at me, and I was chasing you around with the phone playing the hot take. And then at points, I didn't, the phone, I had to tell you to wait a second and run to get it and then load it up and then come running after you to hot take. And at that point, it's a lukewarm take, but I still went with it. I mean, it was still there. It was on the hot plate. It was keeping warm. Who we got up next? That's Catwoman number 19. Do you think that you're being subtle with these transitions, Eric? Because you are. Catwoman, that's a hot take. Catwoman number 19. (laughs) You weren't at work today. And I ended up uh, having a little out of sorts deal. I just want to tell you that I didn't take my medicine today, Eric, and then I doubled up. That does not work, and that is not a hot take. That's, That's a the cold thing. Is, I think you just have a bad memory. You're always talking about how your pills go missing. No, I think you just freaking double up and end up doing no, this all the time. It's, it's when you're there, things are a little more in sync. So I end up, and and at one point even, uh, we have the the craziest thing. And for some reason, I like it now. I have a stupid alarm that goes off at ten forty five. At ten forty five. And it makes me happy when it goes off. And it makes me happy when you're like, there's that alarm again. It's like our thing, Eric. We have a thing together. And <laughs> it went off. It went off today. It made me sad. It made me sad that you weren't there. And I'm like, oh, that was our thing. He's not here. And I got upset. But before the end of this Catwoman, I will tell you a, a little story that happened at work that is both disgusting 
kind of hilarious. It's not really hilarious, but it, it is disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty much just disgusting. And it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. It's funny who it happened to. But Catwoman number 19, that's happening with us, Eric. Written by Joel Jones, art by Eraldo Borges, and Neki, that's just a guy or girl. Anaki Miranda, oh, who I mentioned are earlier. Are you sure, Jim? Aniki. I just want to say that isn't something that I'm saying is part of another name. It's that's it. It's like Prince, a symbol. Anaki Miranda, FCO Placencia, John Cleese, Laura Allred, and Seda Timofante. With an art team the size of Parliament Fuckadelic showing up here, you would think the visuals in this month's Catwoman are would be the problem. There's a ding sound, Eric. I, I ended up. Duh. But that's not the case. It's the lack of any real story progression, and oh. it's been that way since the beginning. Sure, there is a big moment near the end, and it is pretty big. Can't say that I cared that much about it or <gasps> felt that it was earned, <gasps> but I still have no clue why Raina Creel is still the villain of this book, and this story has not ended. This has been, this is one of those books where, yeah, Tom King, you can say, had an 85-issue story. I he would likes never to say, say that. it. He still says 100. I don't know. Somebody's got to get a hold of him. But you end up where you even had a Brian Azzarello in the the DC uh, New 52, where you had Wonder Woman 35-issue story, and it was. And yeah, you kind of have little stories going on with that. But it ended up at the end, oh my, this is very satisfying. A lot of people didn't like it because of the tone, and it kind of made the Amazon's rapist, Eric. I mean, little things like that might be a little nitpick. I did too. I, I thought that it, it changed up something, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. With this book, though, you have 19 issues of a villain that didn't deserve three. There is no reason why. We had one Look, issue with Raina Krill that was great. I mean, really it was really, really good with the idea that she was a pretty much a black widow. She was somebody who ends up a trying to go up black the ladder, widow. but then losing her nose like Michael Jackson and stuff like that. Then we go into where you end up having cops introduced, you know, uh, Ilmaz and stuff, but you never got close Dirty to cats. them or knew their deal. Then they become zombies. I don't know. Then you, you had a point where Raina Creel, she seemed to take off to probably Mexico way, it seemed. And her she son was Adam being wanted, killed, turned into yeah, a zombie, killing her yeah. son Robert, turning him into a zombie. The Creels themselves were pretty much a disgraced bunch where they ran. But then they were back with no real explanation. I said, ro- ro- rolling around Marshall like they're players with, with the Creel limo. Yeah, they got stormtroopers. You end up having all this stuff now. Look, I'm fine Storm with Raina Creel being the bad guy. I just don't understand what, what's up with these zombies. Well, that's the thing. You keep and where I going with this is now she has a zombie army. We don't really Hell, know. You even asked me. Blasters. You even asked me at the point where, hey, these zombies are they biting other zombies? And this why they're infected yeah. and going? And why are they being controlled to do whatever Raina Creel? We don't know. We really don't. Yes, the Lazarus water she says, which I think Fifty Cent might jump on and make another billion with that stuff. But even that Lazarus water. I'm not drinking that water. Yeah, Lazarus water. Well, to I a am. degree, I'm telling you, the, Rachel Ghoul even with the Lazarus pits. There were certain Lazarus pits that would allow you to take control of somebody's yeah. mind when you would bring them back and stuff like that. But, you go along these lines, but now you pretty much just have the zombie army that is doing what Raina Creel wants for the most part. But we only saw two people go in this. No. We also saw Catwoman and, go in this, and all that happened to her, she came out with a new costume, yeah. went and hung out with Zatanna, got a magical, like, you know, a lucky rabbit's foot. And now has a new and costume. And now has a new costume going yeah. through the rooftops of Villa Hermosa. And I'm like, as what if happened? she's returning. Back, you know, returning to 
the store, you know, and why does she have a new custom? And this is the thing. Where is that missing part where Raina Creel has the Lazarus water and has gone to, you know, the local bottling company and putting it in that crazy energy drink? The kids are all, you know, jolt. Isn't that the one they're drinking now? And where now she is infecting the whole town because or she goes to a coffee shop, anything that would show me that she did have a plan. And like you said, spell it out before. I just want to know how this the blue Lazarus powder pit. ties in any of this. Um, also, yeah. Also, the same Lazarus pit that turned people into zombies just gave Selena a change of costume. This doesn't make sense. It's, and it makes where about as go? much sense as an infection changing your well, costume. That's true. <laughs> At least you're like, well, they're infected. I, the, the thing, though, you end up having a lot of moments in this whole series, but this issue as well, where things happen and you're like, I don't know why this person's mad at that person. I don't know why. She even talks about how there's no rooftops in Villahermosa. And then this whole scene, I'm like, I see nothing but rooftops this entire time. I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know if you remembered. I I said she ends up starting where you you, – I don't know if this is trying – it felt like a Tom King thing and and not done well. I got you. Stupid. (laughs) So you have her running along the rooftops while you see Carlos. He's getting attacked by zombies, which was the last cliffhanger. Yeah, zombies, which we don't know. And then he has a name for them, which makes no sense because it seems like they're new from the land. We don't know what's going on. He's just calling them things. I, I don't know what, what he's call calling them. Something, something in Villa Hermosa. I'm like, you've had this problem here before. And if they did, you would think it would be like a, a thing. I just imagine it's his culture has a name ago. for whatever it is as long as No, but it's not even spelled out what it meant. If you're going to have something like that, make it mean something that you're going to figure out how to turn the tide. I just know that when he it. gets all the stuff that's in the antique pawn shop, whatever it is, to go and fight these zombies, he looks like, he looks like a late 90s G.I. Joe figure yeah, that nobody wanted. He, really? I thought he looked like a really <laughs> low rent signal. He's there. I'm looking, though. You're right. I'm telling you. It's the, the, the boots that got me. The boots, yeah, what the is, knee pads, the elbow he would, pads, he'd helmet, be the G. shoulder pads. I'm looking at it now. He's just moto cross, and nobody <laughs> wants him. Nobody wants him. They're That's like, oh, man, I got moto cross. And then he's there. Ooh, he's a ninja. Uh, but, yeah, so he's he gets – and I like, you know, he grabs Maggie. That's a nice deal where he shows. Yeah, he but puts her in the closet to make sure to keep her safe away from the zombies. We're in issue 19. And the hell you say? What, what, what has we, happened? <laughs> what you say? We end up where what is going on with Maggie? Where at points it seemed like she was becoming more like aware that of things. Maggie, now she's just she sitting came there. In, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be the best arc that ever was, dealing again, with the, what she this. had before and with the whole thing for what she was pre Flashpoint going to this. I'm like, are we going to recreate this whole thing? Because yeah. this could become a really compelling she series. Has, she's been a prop. She's done nothing. She's just she's there. She's up against the wall right now. She is. She's there. You call her art. She's. She's there. They put her in the closet. I want to see when she comes out of the closet, Eric. That's not a hot take. You go and put her in the closet. But again, you're like, all right. Like, I like it because he's caring about her, but you've done nothing with her. And I'm her. telling you, the way that Selena is in this whole thing, it seems that like Carlos believes that Selena has ruined him and Atlanta's life. But her coming in, causing all this problems of Villa Hermosa, going Man. back out and doing all the stuff that she has been doing for, you know, 19 issues. Yeah. For the way that Carlos acts towards Selena when she finally oh does show God. up and save him, she he hates her for the whole thing. He is yeah. she is pretty much in his mind blown up her and Linda's life, and I can't disagree yep. with him. But he treats Maggie really well for this whole thing too. Like yeah. he's been watching Maggie. Like not only is Selena though blown up, her, he's made him a full time babysitter for her like oh, yeah. sister. 
but, but he's he okay with Maggie. Care. Yeah, he seems to care about her and doesn't. I mean, she is there, you know, invalid. So yeah, yeah. he might just say, I, I got to help her and stuff like he's that. He's a good but, guy, I guess. It just feels weird I, for how much, like, you know, his life has been turned upside down. It but has. He's cool with, you know, having Maggie but, around. But at points, he was jumping into the back of Brink's trucks and doing the heat. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, I don't like this when zombies <laughs> I agree. come to play. You know what? Like you think it's all fun and games jumping in the back of freaking armored cars until zombies come and attack yeah, well, and your Aunt Linda gets impaled. And so you have this whole deal. And again, you have Raina Creel. Now she's there, and it was a funny moment when she's trying. Like you think that she's saying something, but she's trying to work her multiple TVs. That that she somehow has, you know, cameras everywhere where can she see everywhere. But the idea then, at, oh, right I control, so many I, to your I control, I control the Lazarus water. So I'm like, I see what these people turned into with this Lazarus water. What, what are you talking? Like it seems like the Lazarus pits when they are. You said at one point. Well, these Lazarus pits, they certainly were unique at one oh, yeah. point. They were they meant something. This book is really throwing them out. I'm telling but you, this Lazarus back pit, at the end of the 2000s, they started becoming a little bit too much. They decided, okay, we're going to destroy all the Lazarus pits. There's only yeah. ever like one so round or two. It so meant it meant more. more. And then yeah. New 52 happened. And then we started building it back up again to the point where it well, doesn't even matter anymore. And that's the thing, yeah. Because at, at points, you end up like this where you're like – some character dies and like <laughs> throw him in the Lazarus pit. We said we've said that so many times in the podcast since the New Fifty Two as we went on, and you always have that little caveat. Well, I would, but I don't want to do that or don't. But this makes it so crazy, and it's also the Swiss Army Lazarus pit where it just seems like it'll do whatever it wants to do based on those what crazy Swiss Army Lazarus pits. I told you those are the worst kinds. You don't know what you. Oh it's no, the I got Dial corkscrew H pit. Yeah, really. You come out. No, I got Selena's outfit and I look pretty Tweezers. Sexy. Yeah, look at me. Uh, but yeah, you have where Selena is going along the rooftops while Carlos is fighting off the zombies. There's no reason to delay Selena to get there except to just show that Carlos thinking. can kick some butt. <laughs> and Selena is, she's doing a workout with one. I like to listen to some tunes, Eric. I don't sit there and go, you know, when there's the lack of rooftops in a city, they often look towards the sky and don't know what's under their feet. And I, I just went, what? What? What are you talking about? Then she just get, she People don't have going. a lot of hopes and dreams in Villa Hermosa. Uh, I'm trying to say, you know, why you got to say it like a dick then? Yeah, really? That's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a hot take. I like that. <laughs> really? You're like, yeah. They, they kind of went, why do they look to the stars? And you know, huff, puff. And I don't know if this is supposed to also show, oh, Selena, she's been eating too much since she got to the Villa Hermosa. She's been down because she's, she's panning. And at one point, it's panning. Pant, pant. She's got so she it's delayed for her to get there, but that does not deal with anything in the story. There isn't a part where Maggie gets captured because she's delayed. There isn't a part that Carlos ends up, he's just mad. And he shows up. He's doing okay with, you know, motocross. And he should she be shows mad up. because Tony, I get attacked by zombies and it's your fault. I'm gonna be pissed at you. The the best though is you end up with her running. And at a point where she stops, pant pant, filler hermosa. Build on a dream that it might be possible to save your past and hope for a better future, but it's only made the people slaves to the present. While she is saying that, you, you visibly see zombies running down the street. They are in the panel while she she's saying that. Black Friday sale. She does not move. Man, the pawn shop's doing really good tonight. Yeah, she she thinks that all of a sudden they found out there's a star scream cheap over on eBay. They, Who she doesn't ends have up a now. Star scream. <laughs> 
now she's there and she's doing that thing where you put your hands on your back because you're like, Woo-wee! it's almost like uh, now it's the Jim Warner after a buffet. She's there and like, is it possible or the way the boss to escape this place? It, she, she isn't moving. She's still in the same exact place. Is it possible to escape this place? Am I running out of rooftops? I was dying to come Shut to up. Villa Hermosa. Shut up. Shut I forgot to live. Then she realizes. Then she just Uh-oh. looks. She has been. I better slowly open my eyes and look forward for, for five, a second. Five panels. She's as you visibly see them running by. Maggie! She yells at she says, what are you doing? What are you doing? You really had to have that that line. I mean, really, was she going to say, you know what? I was a thief, but luckily I only stole the night. And, and then go, because that's what it seems what's we're going with. We are now doing the six-year-old philosophy going on. Today is yesterday's tomorrow. I'm blowing your mind. I, I went back in the time machine to see Jesus, Eric. I became Jesus. So they, they end up, she goes in. Now we just have another extended fight where Carlos needs help. He doesn't want help. Selena yells that you're going to have to get my help. I'm going to save your butt. You do this, that, and the other thing. Carlos ends up where he does the classic where they kill everybody. They can relax. He says, oh, my, Aunt Linda's going to be pissed. I messed up the sword. No, no, no. You, you got blood on it. You just shine it up. That, that's is it nothing. Blood? It is zombie blood. <laughs> but it is. it looks like blood. And all of a no, sudden, I don't. I don't know. You have old man river zombie uh, show up, uh, you know, from behind. Ah, because the classic, he gets shocked because Aunt Linda has figured out to rip a, you know, a lamp apart or it was a part. She ends up zapping him. Yeah, my it looks like Axl Roses. That's why he's late to the concert. He's there. He's going to shock you. Uh, so she shocks that zombie. D- dies, I guess. That's not one of the things I've heard kill zombies, but you're more of an expert. Actually, that, that's the only way to kill the zombies and return the living even, dead. Oh, well, there you have it. See, Eric, that is a hot take because I didn't know that. I, I saw that. I'm like, but, maybe but only he's in not return of the living dead part too. Oh. That's why that was lame, Eric. That's why, because it only works. It was pretty lame. So you end up having Linda's like, hey there, I'm I'm I laugh so much because I'm telling you, I don't know if you know, I'm not a learned man. I'm not a cultural, you know, dynamo. I'm not a worldly fella. They don't don't say that I am handsome, is what they say, but like, hey, sorry I got here late, bitch. I thought that's what she was saying. She goes, sorry I got late here. Bachito, I'm like, I just think that, that that means something that I don't want to know. And you're like, all oh, right. But even as that we had earlier with the, what we got the zombies. And even she, Selena's like, we're fighting these things and you hate me, but are these monsters or zombies? I would have stopped and said, really, monsters, zombies, zombies, monsters, you know, really take your pick. But he goes, no, 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 no tomato, they're, they're all going to bite you. El Naco Salvaje. She asked them to repeat this. <laughs> Why are we, what? We call them El Naco Selvaje. Oh, geez. So okay. It's like a knock-knock joke in another she language? Goes, she goes, okay, El Naco. whatever. <laughs> Gesundheit is what she should say there. Why? Why, why do we need? And I'm not invested enough to even look. So I then, think you should look it up, Jim. It might be now, a deep dive into a rabbit hole of wonders and mystery. It would be great. Well, I'd be more worldly, Eric, and maybe they would call me presentable you end up where aunt linda looks like i don't know what hit her old man river got her i know she's an old woman but please the the lines in her face are getting clearer (laughs) old man river i end up (laughs) and you end up having the zombie so you end up having the classic deal 
of the horror movie. Oh, we did it. We finally beat all the zombies. Oh, no. A zombie just we get that twice and you end up having poor old aunt Linda getting run through kind of like as a revenge. And it is that same zombie, Eric. So I don't think it killed him. He is still crackling with the deal. Say return and, the living dead. Jim's and now, now he's just using, I guess it looks like a mop that kind of bends at points and it goes through her. She falls down. It's now like those mops of the plastic ones you get at the dollar store. Yeah. But look at, it, it changes angles and, stuff it might be one of them fancy folding up mops that the, all the rich people use to to clean out the rickshaw eric when they're going around town so you already had carlos who was already screaming and yelling already screaming oh, i hate you i hate you and now you really have a reason and she's like get it he starts yelling why don't you get out of town go home get out of town maggie at one point just walks out of the closet and just stands there she's just standing there and so they're like oh, get out of town selena go home I'm so sorry. And she falls over in a very, I like that panel though. When you end up having the ambulance, because they, in a book nowadays, you can't have old aunt Linda die, at least not right away where they're like, Oh, she's okay. She's just not responsive. And we're not getting a pulse and uh, basically her blood strained out. But I think we can do something. Lazarus pit. And when the ambulance takes her, when, when they, well, she'll come back a zombie, but when the ambulance goes away and it has the spotlight on the ambulance, she's kneeling and says, I'm so sorry. Very classic look there. I did like it. And then you have to go to the Creel Mansion where Raina can't work her multimedia. And I know that's, that's tough, Eric. It is tough. But okay, Boomer. I, I know what Chewbacca came up. Everything went. But she's trying to work it. She's shaking her fist, too. Damn you, televisions. Then they work. Then she starts saying, I'm going to end up ruling the world because of my, you know, Lazarus water. I don't need to be yeah. pretty anymore. I don't need a husband. I, you, You're still an enemy. Also, she's just screaming, come here, Evelyn. Let me show you stuff. Another character that you really didn't set up. I'm just sitting here like, do you know are, who Evelyn is? Because I, think, I didn't recall I think you who she was. When, Maybe when I, was I missed the an issue, but, but I thought this I went back thing. and caught up on that. I just yeah, don't recall no, it's, Evelyn. It's one of those things where even so, you end up with characters that will pop up to make it seem like it's important. But it never is because nothing's set up well. And like, come here, Evelyn, you help me, but it's mostly me. I like to take credit. Boom, boom. I got, and then Evelyn, oh no, I thought, you know, this no nosed zombie mummy looking lady was on the up and up and was going to use the Lazarus water to help people. When, when have you seen her help people? At, at the most, you think that she might have killed her husband. Well, even I saw though, her help herself, you know that, but I thought she was going to move on to everybody else later on. Yeah, really. She didn't do anything. Now it's the worst because you end up having this look of the Raina Creel, which is awful, but that's her villain look. So she has to have a reason to want to stay with it. And it's because she's so popular with the Lazarus water. She doesn't need to somehow her lips change colors as we're going through here. And then in one of my funniest things ever this week, at least all of a sudden you see that somebody's in the dumb waiter or in the, in the cabinets and they run over and Adam's in the cabinet. Adam's <laughs> in the cabinet. What are you doing? It's so looks funny like, to me too. The like idea Adam that, got out again. I'm saying though, Adam's been locked up, but he was always just hanging around his mother. Like his mother yeah. brought him back and was okay with the monster yeah, that he was. Now, like now. now that we've moved on, like oh, lock Adam away with the others. Hopefully Listen, he doesn't get here. back out again. I'm like, why don't you Listen, care about Adam? Like, he well, was your baby this, boy. This is what happens. That's why we went down this whole path because of Adam. We, 
We ended up, me and Tanya had Alex, our first kid, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at him. He's the greatest. Nothing Alex can do. He always, then we had Zach. Oh, well, Alex. And then once you get to her amount of zombies that she has, old Adam, he's just going in with the crowd. You get five kids. You realize this, Eric, that Adam is now just another zombie to her. She doesn't care because she even says, Throw him in the pit with the rest. I don't need him right now. Eh, let him go there. I'm like, I, is this like the out? Is this where we're going to see that crazy Adam zombie is going to end up turning? And he's going to be the out with this of like, how could this be? We haven't even seen him be really sentient at all, except just, you know, looking like he wants to eat raw hey, meat. As he doesn't even, you know. Spiders. He's like Jimmy at work. That's my story, Eric. See, that's a transition. Today, Jimmy comes up to me right before our school. Incredible he comes up man? to me and says, yes, at work. So since wrong turn's gone, we need somebody else. So I thought, okay, here we go. And it also pulls out the idea that when Eric isn't at work, crazy stuff happens. He comes up to me. Hey, is it bad if you like pee blood? And I, I yeah, I said, yes, oh, it God is. Damn. And he's like, and then he's like, well... I heard it wasn't really that bad. I'm like, well, what are we Who talking, are you talking here? to? And I'm like, what are we talking here? Like, I want to know like, who's saying to him, hey, you know, if you pee blood, it's not that bad. The ladies in the back, he said. He actually did say that. I'm like, I don't know if I'm tra- – you know, ladies, they know as much as – but that's kind of our equipment. And really, they're insane if they think if you're doing anything with blood is good, unless you're trying to, you know, become a Dracula's. And so I said, well, what, what are we talking here? Like, is this like, oh, I think – because there's been times – I'm a hypochondriac, Eric. I don't know if you realize that. And I will be afraid that some things are going on when they're not. I said, what are we talking about? He said pretty much straight up. Like he could give a transfusion with this like stuff sudden, going he's on. He's injecting his dick into somebody's arm yeah, and freaking Kool-Aid's that's what, coming out. That's, yes, Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. He comes in. So I said, uh, yeah, you better leave right now. I said, I'm not lying. Jimmy, you got to go to the hospital. You got to go. That's very thing bad. Is, he, if he would have said it to me, I'm like, no, nah, you're good. Happens no, to me all you, the time. You wouldn't have even no, lasted that long. Sh- shook you would have been across the room and shook your head and then he would have come to me. But uh, he ends up, this is his other thing, because Jimmy, he's not so smart. He's huh? like, uh-huh. well, I-, I think it might be a hemorrhoid. A hemorrhoid? <laughs> like, uh, did, <laughs> I said, uh, did, did we get the uh, you know the wrong exit that you told me? He's like, no, no, no. So I, he was pushing real this. hard while trying to pee. He got a hemorrhoid right into the urethra. You, you got to do this. You got to go. And this is around break time. Then around 1030, I get word, old Jimmy, he's passed out. He's there, but he got up. What kind of times has that happened, though? Well, they were going to call the ambulance, but remember the last time that he had to get to the ambulance and it ended up costing him like $12,000? So he started screaming, no, 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 no. I'll I'll go myself. I don't know if he made it. He he went out. Hopefully not. He was all... Oh, I don't deal with that anymore. Oh, it was bad and it was disgusting and all that. But I would give this issue because that's how we end. I kind of wish he would have passed out and just pissed himself and just would have been oh, a red stain been like there was a murder scene yeah. right there. Because the issue here, like that story, ends in hilarity with Raina Creel saying, I have the Lazarus water. I don't need to be pretty anymore. And I know just what to do. As Adam's getting taken away to be put in the pit with the other zombies. And she obviously now has pit. cameras everywhere. In, uh, everywhere. But – there, there's a delay in the feed, Eric. There, there is a little delay because we're still right after at this point where you ended up having Linda get stabbed. You haven't even had the ambulance come or whatever. So she's there looking. Oh, my. I know just what to do. 
and uh, they're on a delay, which happens sometimes. You go online, you watch some sports, you're a little it's behind. Like when I was you hear watching people the Eagles in the Super Bowl when I was waiting for yeah. it to go and down, and all screaming. of a sudden people were already screaming outside the door. I'm like, you, you bastards, you ruined it yeah, for me. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I ended up same exact thing. I'm watching, watching, and uh, I hear this, woo, woo, I hear gunshots. <laughs> I just turned off the TV as well. Let's go to bed. Yeah, yeah I'm like, all right. I actually, actually, I sighed a, you know, sigh, sigh of relief. relief. Yeah, yeah, I did. And then just watch, and I was like, all right. And then I told you when that happened, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I ended up watching it. I was very excited, but I, I'm not a guy. I mean, if I had one of these like reaction videos, you really wouldn't see anything. I'm all right. And my kids, I look and they're all staring at me, just staring, just not waiting saying for their reaction. Yeah, they wanted we a reaction. You might be able to see daddy smile tonight. Yeah. Everybody no, gather no. around. They all thought I was going to cry. And so they're watching, they're <laughs> <laughs> watching, and they're like, and, and then I think it was Ethan's like, Oh, that's just your reaction. Like, why did uh, th- this is true? I got up and I'm like, "Go birds!" And I went upstairs. I was I was very excited, but yeah. I, it was more. Again, it was a sigh of relief. I'm thinking, okay, you Dallas Cowboy fans, you. you Dallas Cowboy fans can't throw that we have no rings. At least we have one. Now you're just gonna throw shade at that. But <laughs> that was really my whole deal because it always comes to trash talking. But yeah, she ends up seeing Selena a little delayed with Linda, little hole there. She's holy. And Carlos yelling and screaming and, and whatnot. But this is going to end in the next couple issues. Raina Creel will end in the next it couple better. issues. Or this I whole think, series. Well, that's the thing is with that, maybe we'll issues, get a Jim. couple. I know. It's crazy. I think that maybe why we have waited so long. And we did have, you know, Ram V jump in. Like for who did less than 20 escapades. issues? Tom King or Joel Jones here? Yeah, I, I, I – this is less. This is so much less. At least by issue, you know, nineteen of Tom King's Batman run, I really liked the first six, and even liked after that until a point, and then we kind of got, you know, but we had more there. This is nothing. This is really nothing. Like but, I even mean, like from fifty to seventy. Oh, well, you, you got me there, Erica. I'm not even going to hit. Now I'm getting depressed. But I gave it a five point five on the site, and basically my, my whole deal was I did like the art, and the I art I'm just, is decent. I'm going to give it credit. For we having have a new cat so many out of art. nowhere. Yes, but is that the art team or were they told to do that? Because there's like seven, I think 73 artists on Look, this. Look, the whole big deal is that. that we had a new Catwoman costume going into this. Yeah. And then for some reason, her coming out of a Lazarus had an old Catwoman costume. And then yeah. we jump into this and a different Catwoman costume. I'm like, yep. I, I don't know what we're playing with anymore. I, I'm telling you. Show me the armpits. If we really want to get crazy, <laughs> if you really want to get crazy, at one point you have this being the costume where you have the big mask. The mask comes up and the point of deal, almost like a huntress type yeah. of, cla- you know, that classic deal. By the end, she actually looks like that's not the case on one panel and she does actually have the, the cat ears on when she ends up, which talking. she should have had from her last yeah, costume, but she didn't at the beginning, and it points throughout this. So, like I said, I'm giving it a five out of ten. Eric, I'm just paging through. I'm like, yeah, this this mask is changing. Yeah, where does ears come from? Deal. Yeah, I'm telling you, did that? you see? It's when she starts talking to yeah. Carlos, where the art changes again. Where at one point it looks like there's a morphing, maybe, and then all of a sudden she has ears instead of the pointed mask. In the end, she almost has the Batgirl mask. Still not the proper costume, mask, though. But with the ears, but the 
wrong costume. So there you go. There you go. People have to get together here and, and you know, really let's join hands and, you know, hands Write across the, book. hands across Catwoman is what we need to do. This. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, you are down. <laughs> I'm going to go for a five out of 10 there. What would you give it? Three out of 10. The art's oh the best my. thing about this, but Selena does nothing here except for fight off some zombies, which Carlos was actually doing handily on his own, but ultimately yeah, nothing was. happened here except for a character that pretty much does nothing got impaled by a zombie and Raina Creel is still the big bad. Yeah, that is true, Eric. But we're going to go off right now to our book of the week. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Batman and the Outsiders number nine. So's mine. Look at that. It is. And that was on Patreon. And that Sadly, is not a business you, that's plan. That's what it feels like. Like every week we do the book of the it week. It does. I you feel didn't bad get to hear saying about that. It. <laughs> I feel bad saying that. But if you want to hear that, you can go over book, and though. check it check out. Check it out. Yeah, it was. Uh, Batman was okay. Sure too. was. We liked, I mean, that was one of the more positive spotlights that we've had in a while. So there you go. Go over and check it out. Check it out, right? And this is what Top we're going to be that. talking about and checking out. Next week, Eric, top that. We have Aquaman 56. We end up having the flash forward number five, the penultimate issue of that series. We have Freedom Fighters number 12, the end, Eric. Uh, That will be over. What am I going to have to look forward to anymore? Well, maybe He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse number three. Maybe. You like that first issue. Not so much Brandon the second one. Brandon and me did not talk about the second one, but maybe me and you and Brandon or me and you or you and Brandon or maybe Brandon or maybe me by myself or possibly you by yourself. You could end up talking about that. We'll see. But maybe we'll throw that on as well. Probably not. Just we got to see number 17. We got now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. Here we go, people. Legion of Superheroes number three. Aww. Something tells me that that might be a little wordy. Can I just be delayed some more? No, no, no. Uh, a book that you can go and buy, but you won't hear on the podcast would be Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number seven. But you will hear us talk about Nightwing number 68. Sure a will. book that me and Eric have been a little more positive. You know what's going on I with freaking, you know, the brainwash to Rick Grayson I right know. now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we've been a little more positive on that book than a lot of people, but we need some progression. Totally. Uh, it's not just that we're going to hate it just because of Rick Grace, and we need hated some it. progression of that. Hated it. I give that two snaps, Eric. We got Teen Titans number 38 and Batman's Grave number four. We can vote right now. No. Are we going to talk about that? Do you want to no. talk about that on the podcast? No. Well, let me see if I'm going to. No, we have the Flash number 86. What was the number? (laughs) It was a one. (laughs) The Flash number 86, and that's it. Not a lot of books. I have an idea of what will be on the spotlight. One will be a deal where we'll be like, oh, man, that stinks. But then I'll think nobody reads this book anyway, and we're the only ones who like it. So 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 Freedom Fighters? Yeah, I think that that will be on that. Freedom uh, Fighters and Flash Forward? Exactly. (laughs) That's what I think it will be. That's exactly what I think will be on the prove us wrong people prove us wrong yeah maybe and and that's the thing last week i i actually was scared i'm like all right because we do sit there and like oh the big books they grab them but that's what you get to do there's there's no fudging that but sometimes like oh they're not leaving anything for the regular podcast but that's up to them as bobby brown once said that's her prerogative every little step i take (gasps) eric not that's my prerogative get out of town with that 
right? When he ends that, he sits there and goes, hey, Reggie, we out. And I'm like, where are they going? He's so angry at the end of that. He he starts yelling that it's his money. He's going to spend it like he Doesn't wants. Doesn't matter. It's the and journey. And I start think that's the thing. It's yeah, it's my money. I'll do what I want. He starts talking. I'm like, did I marry Bobby Brown? What's going on here? I don't know what's going on, Eric. Maybe but that's the end. I think of you might have married Chris Brown. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, that, you know what? That was a, that was a very good joke. That was very inappropriate, but it it shows that you are paying attention uh, to all the, the of the stuff going on of the atrocities of, or maybe even Brian Brown, Eric. I like I Brian Brown. Say, he's a gem, as far as I know. <laughs> I told right? you ever said anything bad about How Brian about Brown. This? Maybe James Brown. Maybe he, he got he got handsy at points. He ended up. He also ended he was up stepping uh, all over my joke. He usually ended up. Uh, your joke was good, and I can't let that lie. <laughs> I can't let that go. Now James Brown ended up at one point. I heard him on Howard talking about how he digs holes in his backyard and buries his money because he didn't trust the banks. That was pretty good. Makes also, sense. he was having problems. Why, if he puts it in the bank, a little thing called the IRS will find out about it's it, true. and he was in trouble with that as well. So there you go, James Brown. But that Chris Brown. That was pretty good. Poor Rihanna. Poor Rihanna. Poor Jim Warner. And poor everybody else who he dated. And poor Jim Warner. But what do we say at the end, Eric? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. That was lame. Play with this toy, play with me.